And welcome back to episode 13 of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast. I am your host, Big Keith, joined as always by my colleague here, Big Joey. Hey, that's me. And this week we have a special guest, the uh, one crew that might actually be able to rival age in DOB. We got Big Nate Moe here. How are we doing, guys? Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Glad to have you, my friend. Let's go ahead and dive right in. And what's that? what are you drinking this week, Nate? For sure, for sure. I've got a uh, blackberry bubbly, uh, blackberry bubbly. I'm uh, kind of along the lines with uh, with uh, Big Joey. I'm uh, not drinking right now, so I'm not much for the bubbly, but um, it is kind of growing on me. I've kind of done a little bit here, and uh, so I'm going to crack her open. Nice. Um, I I am limiting my drinking, but I am still drinking. Um, we're on a, a journey to explore my relationship with alcohol. And, and so I'm still allowed to have a couple until gotcha. I can, until I can totally eliminate it. Um, also trying to make weight for Friday, dehydrating myself a bit. So I'm having a Keats. Oh, just oh, want to clarify sorry. that. There's just one of those yes. things that like for health reasons, just kind of looking at, how many, how much I have. And I was just like, yeah, we got to cut back on that. So we're doing that. Yep. I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I'm just, I cut it out for right now, trying to lose some weight and uh, I've got a yep. competition a week from now. Yeah. Oh, nice. That makes sense. Cool. I yeah. am having a Keats, but I got a whole bunch of uh, non-alcoholic and, and sparkling water in my cooler this time. Here you go. I just got a can of uh cherry bubbly. It's a, it's a classic. It's a good one. Can't really go wrong with it. One might call it a banger. Uh, so I no. got, 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 got See, a, a banger? It tastes like fuzzy medicine to me. It tastes like banger. children's cough medicine. <laughs> I like a, it's, I like a cherry bubbly. It's it's, no, it's like delicious. coffee to me. It's, it's I think it's starting to grow on me. I really didn't didn't like it, but uh, it's uh, it's growing on me. Oh, cherry bubbly is delicious, but still tastes like children's cough medicine. <laughs> I, I I have been enjoying our uh, what what are we drinking segments because for about the past month between Joey and I one of us have essentially swore off drinking for that week and then we were drinking the next week and we just been <laughs> flip flopping because even because I, I I listened to a good bit of our episode this week and Joey even says like well as always I'm the only one drinking and I'm like three weeks ago you said you were done drinking on the podcast and you didn't drink for like two weeks and then and then the next week you're the only one drinking again and I'm like uh, and I'm uh, so I, I I did get a, I did enjoy that. If you came here for consistency, you're not going to find it. <laughs> well, uh, I'm right there with you because I was re- just in the brewery about uh, an hour ago. So uh, I had to shout out. I had to get a get a crowler for my wife. And uh, Eponymous Brewing Company is my favorite, EBC. And so here, right here in Brookings. So um, I've, I've got one right here, but not going to not going to partake tonight. Yeah, I'm good. I'll be limiting it. What, so I just. You know, people are watching or listening. You're not going to know, um, but Nate joined us right before to help us fix some of our Tec- audio. Technical guy, Nate. Technical yeah. guy, Nate. Not this Nate. That's uh, now it's just confusing. But even yes. more confusing <laughs> is um, both me and Keith are wearing the same shirt today, and then Nate jumped on to help us with our audio. By the way, if I sound different, I'm sick again. I have kids. Get over it. Um, Keith also sounds better because he somehow, week. yeah, like he somehow fixed his audio. But we were all wearing the same shirt, all three of us, without knowing what was happening. We all jumped in wearing the Pilsner shirt. That's the thirty episode. You guys are just all into the uh, 
we're so, we're so our you're, you're our cycles saint. yeah our cycles are yeah. synced yeah. Yeah. Like we're that, all just <laughs> that, that 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 group text has got us all uh you know in sync together <laughs> that that was pretty funny it just i was like yeah. i saw that keith was wearing it i'm like that's funny and then nate jumped on i was like are you kidding me yeah just are you messing with me <laughs> well that's like, actually a shirt i don't have so oh so i never I'm... had it i got it at the lift hard levisi yeah, yeah, I made sure that I bought one. But you're wearing actually one of my favorite shirts. This is one of my favorite shirts too, and I'm kind of, uh, kind of, uh, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was a real popular one. I like it. I kind of come from a weightlifting background, so it's the get a grip, the get a grip shirt. And it's actually um, when I had uh, Massonomics in the wild when the Dave, the Big Dave, uh, saw me <laughs> up in Minnesota over the 4th of July. Um, I was wearing this shirt, Get a Grip. So, yeah, I really like this one. So that's what I'm wearing. That's, so. that's the one I wore to the Big Deadlift uh, Challenge here in Burlington. Okay. At yeah. Pure Muscle. I wore that one in particular, which I shouldn't have because then people would assume I know how to deadlift. And <laughs> <laughs> I got that. And I got the I got the lift shorts on, too. So, uh I don't know if you can see oh, that. That was the 3.0 or the sale. What is hanging out of your zipper there, sir? Oh, what are you looking at there? Are you looking at my meat? My meat <laughs> stick? <laughs> that's oh, hysterical. Usually it's, usually it's Keith that's uh, staring <laughs> at the meat. I, <laughs> I, thought, Canadians uh, I thought Canadians didn't I thought Canadians didn't do that. I don't no, know. it's only if there's a catheter, then, you know, yeah, then well, the Canadians look. Okay. Bunch of funny assholes <laughs> on tonight, huh? <laughs> I'm I'm over here trying to do math to figure out how many votes we got so it can. What are you big math? We're we're not big uh, math. And then I get what are you talking about? Picking on me over here. (laughs) Hey, hey, big joy. By the way, I like your I like your beard. Thanks. I grew it myself. Yeah, it's all all natural, all organic. You you know what that's going to mean? That means oh, we're going to fight. Trying to pick a fight with. We're fight. We're fighting tonight. Then them fighting now. We're fighting. Them's fighting. Well, I do. Go ahead. No, you go. I was just gonna say, what do you say? What's up? Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, Big Keith getting the uh, getting the first gray hair in his beard too. I think oh, it's appropriate God. that you guys had me. You talked about that last <laughs> week, and then here I am. And you know, I've only uh, I saw my first gray hair about six months ago. Oh wow! I mean, look, look at me now. Look at me. I now. was I was in the bathroom today at Costco, <laughs> and I just like just all white hair coming off this side. So. <laughs> I can't. Well, I'll be Santa Claus soon enough. Like I said. Oh yeah, I'm working on it. Uh, so we got a big reveal going today. It looks like we uh, we're going to announce the draft episode winner. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, so everyone's from. Yeah, go ahead. I want to. Th- I want to thank actually somebody in the Discord asked what are the hosts going to give a prize to the host. Actually, this prize comes directly from Massonomics. Uh, Tanner himself said he would donate this prize. So this actually had nothing to do with us. So big thanks to our sponsor. I, I took, I took that as them busting our balls thinking that massonomics was just going to like give Nate a prize essentially, but, and to everyone, to, uh, to Nate chagrin, uh, Nate came in dead last. <laughs> I don't know why he had a decent, you know, he had a decent, uh, you know, uh, put his team wasn't too bad there. You know, everyone's was admirable and had some highs and lows and it's all, uh, you know, it's all preference, but, uh, I think let's go ahead and pull the bandaid off the winner of the bottle of ailemonia courtesy of the sister podcast is our good friend, big Kevin, big Kevin with, uh, let's see his run, his run. And he got a uh, 35% of the votes. There were 49 votes and he pulled in 35% and, uh, 
Big give we'll give Big Jeff honorable mention for second place. Uh, all he gets is just a round of applause. Uh, but you know nothing uh, nothing financial by any means. But he had about twenty five percent of the so he's about ten ten percent behind Kevin. Uh, Kevin's uh, winning episode put together was the uh, so your best gauge of strength. The has Tommy seen it a Q and A. Uh, juggernaut ie uh juggernaut ai for an ad juggernaut ad. ie love it yep, I- <laughs> juggernaut <laughs> internet explorer maybe digs <laughs> hours to load <laughs> I, 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 I feel like i was recording on internet explorer before tonight and <laughs> since nate finally fixed my audio uh with uh, uh so yeah that, that's big kevin's episode with big with big tate as the guest uh, big dave tate as the guest so Congrats, Big Kevin. Uh, I'm sure we'll let you know or, you know, Tanner will reach out to you. We'll figure that out, but we'll get you that ailmonia out there. And uh, congratulations. And if you guys like that episode, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not sure if Nate has time to put put together another one in the next, you know, six months to a year at, at, at his discretion. But uh, I thought it was pretty fun listening to an episode that was us, but not us, If you, you know. And a completely different format. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. I enjoyed that. It was good. Uh, want to rate last week's episode, which was the top 40 episode, which heavily featured us, which was really fun. Um, you know, we shared some of that video today and oh my God, my microphone is so different right now. I can only hear myself. <laughs> it's, it's kind of blowing my mind. It's... I'm going to have to turn that down a bit. <laughs> yeah. I had, to, I, I had to turn mine down because you were so overpoweringly loud in my ears. So I was like, Oh yeah. Well, I, I hope that's just how it works. Like our friendship just keeps growing. And then one day yep. you're just going to hear me. Like you're, gonna be like you're gonna be in traffic you're gonna be mad you're, at somebody and you're just gonna hear me being yeah. like it's okay relax it's just traffic it's just traffic you really should it's give into like seven car lengths of space <laughs> <laughs> fuck you i'm gonna be on his goddamn bumper i got places to go um, <laughs> gotta make that left turn so <laughs> i'll start because um, I just finished it actually. Uh, the, my app did that stupid thing where I'm like 30 minutes from being done. And then my app goes, Oh, did you want to start this today? So I had to like go <laughs> and scrub and find oh, my, my spot again. And I, yeah, I hated that. Um, but the whole Brian thing just slayed me, just <laughs> murdered me. Um, I also forgot that I had said your mute button is lost in Carol stream. That <laughs> made me laugh again. Because like I forgot I had said that. Uh and then at some point, uh, for those of you who don't know or weren't listening that night, um, I after Tommy had unmuted us all, I hadn't been unmuted. Or I hadn't been muted. So I sat there lying in wait. So at about I think that was number 20. Mm-hmm. And at about mm-hmm. number 25 is when I realized I wasn't muted. And I sat there lying in wait right until they went to kick us off. And then I unmuted myself and said, thanks, guys. I'll be up after my thing. <laughs> and that's what they were talking about when Tanner and Tommy started laughing. What is happening? Like, And then and Tanner said, that's, that, so that's what happened if you weren't listening. Um, but it didn't come through on the recording. But I thought that the crew should know that that's, that's what I did. I laid there in perfect wait like Randy Orton, the Viper. Waiting for my moment to strike. <laughs> and I hit him with a be up after my thing. Uh, so I'm going to give it five JD powers because it featured me and Scants and, <laughs> and the rest Mass- of the crew. No, Massonomic iPod touches. Yeah, I don't nope, know what a no, JD power is. This one's going to get JD powers. Oh, okay. I want to go old school uh, with it. Oh, yeah, I want to go really old. back. Oh, like, okay. You were going back like 400 oh. episodes. Uh, okay. No, that was my bad. I, it is iPod touches. Well, well, <laughs> I just tried to cover it. Back- 
Nate and I are going back 400 episodes. You're going back like two, yeah, like like 190, 200. You know, uh, it's it's like Michelle like, Foucault said. He said, um, "I feel like this Nate here." What? Sorry, did I cut you off? Well, I was just there was a great philosopher once um, that somebody came in and said, "How many books have you read?" And his answer was, "Only one, but I have read it very, very well." <laughs> and that's what you can tell me about not listening to the backlog of Bassonomics. <laughs> <laughs> okay you're saying i feel like a, on a lot of things i kind of split the difference uh i've uh between you guys um so i i started uh reading the, or listening to the backlog and then uh, i've kind of just p- cherry picked i've done some of it but not all of it so um i was pretty excited to actually be able to rate the the 400th episode i thought that was pretty cool because that's how old i am so uh, <laughs> um but going through the back catalog, because I've kind of pick and choose a little bit, I don't know all of the things. So I'm kind of between you, kind of, kind of Joey, like where you just didn't, you know, Matt didn't exist before. And then uh, <laughs> Big Keith, I've, I know some of them. So coming through and, you know, I was kind of disappointed. I think they could have planned better back in 2014 at the Y when they were starting this all out. I thought they could have planned better where this 400th episode could have hit. For the crew falls December to remember events. So I was kind of disappointed. So for and in that sense, I was gonna rate it a little bit lower, but then they totally came back and, and redeemed themselves. Number 36, the May 2023, the the unpaid underrated podcast. So I think I gotta go five Massonomics Gym iPod touches. Love it. Love it. I always love when we're involved in anything, you know, <laughs> when we get to kind of be like, I don't know, I just love being uh you know we're just part of their world now like the fact that we made their lore you know uh what was it number 36 it was number 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 36 in the blog but definitely number 69 in your hearts so you know we made it guys uh but as far as my favorite part it might have been it actually kind of we can kind of segue into our next segment uh but i'll go ahead and give it uh five ipod touches uh because i did enjoy it but what i enjoyed the most will you know lead into our second segment um where Tommy dropped some news on us that he had that okay, so everyone listening to this should know, you know, I'll be up and my thing. That's why Jeff, you know, it's what made Big Jeff famous. It's literally it it made honorable mention. Did it make honorable mention or did it actually win a, a number? I can't remember. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it had a number. So it was so it was an honorable mention. It's just something Tommy talked about. If you so and if it did, did it get a number, sorry, we said it didn't, Jeff. <laughs> but either way, like the fact that Tommy, you know, mentioned that he actually had that OG clip and went back and listened to it and said it's just slightly different in like phrasing and wording than what we're we are all quoted as. I don't think I I want to ever know what it is. I don't think I want to hear it because it'll just like I don't know. I don't think I want to know it. It's the whole like revealing, you know, who's behind meme accounts and stuff. Like, I don't want to know. Yeah. I'm good. Just keep yep. keep keep yep. the surprise. Like I enjoy you know, usually I'm I'm not an ignorance is bliss kind of guy. I'm usually the opposite of that. But in this situation, you know, it's Jeff will be up after his thing for here to eternity. Like, that's just what it is to me. I agree. I think I think if anything, Jeff can say, uh, I don't remember what I said, but I'm glad it's helping your page. <laughs> yeah, that was good that that actually had me pretty heated because i'm like that fucking asshole knows what the fuck no, he said. he's no, leaving no. he's leaving shitty comments on multiple yeah. pages and he just doesn't remember leaving this one in uh, particular no he's them. he's the perfect example of internet <laughs> idiot who's just going around saying negative stuff for attention he yeah. does he he probably doesn't even know who massonomics is or what he commented 
There's no way. He's not checking his mentions. He's not checking his DMs. He just scrolls until he finds something he hates and then leaves a shitty comment and then closes Instagram and runs away like a coward. I know the type. I know the type. Anyway, I clearly I enjoy social media. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, you enjoy something enough to type it out here. I don't know what this last... I don't even know how to pronounce it. Oh, try it. Try it. Try it. Wamageddon? Oh, yeah. Wamageddon? I've talked about it in the Discord every year. So every December since I joined the Discord, I've talked about Wamageddon. Wamageddon. What Wamageddon is, is essentially, um, you go as long as you can without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. It starts December 1st and it ends December 25th. And when you, f- when you hear it, you have to post on social media, like got whammed hashtag whamageddon. Uh, now to me, it's utterly silly. And like you try and dodge it. Covers don't count. Right. You can be wham sassened where somebody like makes you listen to it on purpose. That's a dick move. Don't do that to other people. <laughs> Um, but it was just funny because I was like, I went to uh, a local pharmacy and as I was leaving, I went, I was in there for about 10 minutes. I said, shit, I think I got whammed in there. <laughs> I just couldn't remember. And I mentioned to my wife, I was like, I think I just got whammed. And she's like, well, I don't think it counts. And then I mentioned it in the discord and nobody seemed to know what I was talking about. So yeah, I, I don't, this is the I, kickoff of Whamageddon for the discord. Um, you go as long as you can without hearing that song. I think that there's like some weird BS where people are like, they have a problem with the game because they think our problem with it is George Michael being gay. And it's like, no, it's just a random song we picked to try and avoid. Like it has nothing to do with anything else. So don't let that shit bother you. We are playing Whamageddon. If you hear it, post in the discord, post on Instagram, tag me, tag underpaid and underrated. Just let us know when you finally get whammed. So at least it's not Brian just showed up. I'm gonna say five bucks. That's Brian. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that. Uh, I don't know if I've heard that song. I'm trying to think. So Same. I, I was just. I, I was just know. looking so it up on Spotify, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah. So don't wham you yourself. You can't do that because then you're whamming yourself. Yeah, I know. So, so how do you? How do I know when I got? Well, if Joey last just sings Christmas, a couple, I gave oh. you my heart. Okay, okay, okay. That's a dick move. You just, you just. No, I'm no, not. That's okay. Michael. Oh, you're a cover. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not whamming you. Okay, I got you. That's right. It's got to be. But that's the song. Yeah. It's okay. just one of those things too that, like, when you're when you're cut, like, when you're out shopping, you don't hear Christmas music, right? Because it's all just in the background. Yeah, yeah. But now that you're consciously aware of it, you'll be one of those like, like is it it? Is it, am I getting it? Is it me? <laughs> it's just, it's a really fun thing. Me and my wife have been doing now for about five years. I think I learned something new about Canada and Joey and all that every year. Not that yeah. this is eccentric to to Canada, but I've never heard of this fucking. I don't know. Is George Michael Canadian? No, he's he's British, mm-hmm. mate. That what's your sense. what's your record then on going i actually back. one year went without okay. it i went oh, i did. once okay. went an entire month without hearing that song um but usually like nobody really goes past the second week like because you're out mm-hmm. shopping for your wife and kids and you're out or whatever like almost nobody goes that i don't traditionally like christmas music so it's not like i'm just playing random playlists or anything like that sure. so it's not like i'm gonna get it in the car or at home but when I'm out shopping, yeah, I, I usually. So we should have uh, Nate just input, you know, a 10-second clip of the song somewhere in the podcast and just get everybody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like, it's like Genghis Khan 
Nero, and Keith right now. <laughs> I can dig it. I'm just, I'm just amazed that for anyone, I hope I sound better in your ears. Uh, Nate, I think does a really good job making my audio not sound like shit, but I think he actually like run me through like four different programs to get it to sound not like, like I'm in a fucking tin can in the next room. But tonight he was like, actually go into the zoom settings and verify that your microphone is actually the one that's clicked as the audio input. And uh, sure enough, it was not the microphone I'm using. It was a different <laughs> mic. So I want to say for 30 plus episodes, I have just been talking into a microphone and it's not been doing shit and it's just been picking it up on the laptop mic. So that's been fucking fun. Yeah, that was a, that was a placeholder microphone for you. A very yeah. expensive yeah. piece of prop. Oh, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> and then he comes in and he goes, Joey, just tilt yours up like three degrees. And now I sound like this to everybody. Yeah. It's significantly yeah. louder in my ear. So I was like, yeah, okay. Well, and I don't like, I can move back, it. but no, then no, no, like no, also no. like it's good. Cause you don't, it, it should, it should sound better. Cause it gives him more room to probably edit and like not have to have you as loud maybe, but. And as a, as a side note, I know our episode came out yesterday and a lot of the crew is catching up. Um, but keep sending me all of your stupid men's artwork, just mm. men's bathroom artwork. The <laughs> one I sent to you today, I was talking to my coworker and then I was like, you know, I know you think my podcast is stupid, but here's a thing I brought up. And he goes, oh, my God, let me tell you. And he sent me those ones from the cruise ship. And he's like, every men's bathroom had a picture of somebody calling your penis small. And I don't <laughs> understand why. And uh, Tyler Affenstone, you know, Tyler Stone was messaging me about it. Like, oh, That's funny. Yeah. And then other people are now just all sending me their stupid men's bathroom artwork. And you know what? I'm okay with being the guy to call that shit out. Mm-hmm. Like, well, let's make men's bathrooms like nice again. Like, <laughs> well, we don't want to. We don't want to exclude the chips. So, eh, I want to see what's in the women's bathrooms as far as on the 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 wall decor, because uh, that you know. Oh, the, okay. I'm glad you clarified. Yeah, that. no, I know. <laughs> I, I, just I want to see the women's bathrooms. With my job, I've had to go into a lot oh. of women's bathrooms in public, and they're <laughs> they are significantly worse than men's rooms on a regular basis. So disgusting. Don't know what your girls are doing in there, but you're nasty. <laughs> they're hungry. You know, I'm curious if their decor, if there's as much effort in their decors or would be in some of these men's rooms. I like the way you said decor. Thank you. Oh, did I? Did you fucking inundate my head and make me yeah, say you said it? Yeah, you said it right. You're welcome. Uh, I said it <laughs> differently. I don't know. That, if I said it right. That's the that's the whole thing of taking on uh, when you're oh. when you're talking around somebody, yeah. you take on take on their accent or whatever. It's a thing. It's, Abs- absorb their you know, essence. Yeah, absorb the essence. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yep. That sounds bad. But, uh, uh, well, I thought it too. <laughs> I don't know about absorbing essence. So. <laughs> well, I like the pace we're going, boys. We kind of banged through that pretty quick. So, Big Mo, are you ready to do the Massonomics ad read? Is that something you're interested in this week? I can do that. Let's do that. Let's, let's so. give it to the listeners, buddy. All right. Come with me if you want to list. If you're a silly goose, but take drink safety seriously and enjoy weather forecasts, poorly described memes, bodybuilding updates, bad impressions, and beating dead horses. Check out the Massonomics podcast. If you want to get strong, stay strong, and learn how to use your strength, become a supporting member today. Don't ride the line. Put pen to paper, and you will see you can't afford not to join. You have your druthers, but don't be a Brian. Join the huge life. Join Massonomics. It's a gym. A podcast, a way of life. Go to mastonomics.com slash join. Do it now or I'll be back to make you join. Oh, hell yeah. As soon as you That's hit awesome. that, come with me if you want to lift. It was the juggernaut ad. 
Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I, I hit those uh, some of the back. Uh, or listen, hit that not too long ago. I'm like, I've got to do that. And actually, Joey, I think we I think we messaged back because I was I, I almost bought that Arnold uh, that Arnold book. And yeah, but I didn't. And I told you, I said I would have to read it in the Arnold voice. Absolutely. I do. Every, and, and you that's exactly what you said. To me. You, you were like, oh, that's what that's what I do. And I said, that's why I didn't buy it. But so I heard. Yeah, I heard that. ad, like, oh, that's what I've got to do. I've got to do the do the yeah, Arnold. every every paragraph, every page. And actually, it's it's yeah, I um the one day at work. I, I don't know if you guys remember the Bill Hader story about how when he was working with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And um, Arnold came and couldn't find like his makeup artist or something. And he's smoking a cigar and he turns to Bill Hader and he says, uh, he says, go and find them. Show me your leadership capabilities. And I started saying that at work now to everybody in the, in the accent. <laughs> right. Like they'll be like, well, Joey, yes. how do I do this? And I'll be like, go look it up. Show me your leadership capabilities. And it's <laughs> so just, yeah. Come with me if you want to lift. Got Come with me good. if you want to lift. Yeah. See if we can get people to do impressions like every week. We'll have like Arnie impressions like next week. The, we'll do the Christopher Walken Massonomics read. <laughs> that I couldn't do that. That'd be that'd be good though. Chris Walken, just... Chris Walken's an easy one. Arnie, like if you do like the big elaborate, the Will Sasso Arnie. Do you remember Will Sasso, right? Yeah, like his version of Arnie. That's that's <laughs> that's a relatively easy one, and then the, and then the Christopher Walken. Like, um, like what would you like? Uh, live hard, live easy. Like he's a relatively easy <laughs> one. To he's up there with. Yeah, um, I like it. Captain Kirk too. Like the, those are all the, those are all the the parlor trick impressions I can do. Is that one of the guys from Star Wars? Uh, from from Star Wars. One of the guys from Star Wars, Christopher yeah, Walken. No, Captain Kirk. I'm being an asshole like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I wish I had screenshots. <laughs> well played. That. Just watching her well lose her played. mind. It's still one of my well favorite played. long cons I've ever done. I thought you were like Christopher Walken from Star Wars. No, no, no. <laughs> I, was, I was picking on you. No, that took me. That was good. That was good. Yeah, it took me a minute. I don't have one. Never told you what happened to your father. No, Luke. I am your father. <laughs> well, you might you might have to save that for next week because you had That's mentioned good. having uh, very nice. They possibly going to be just me and you next week. I'm not sure yet. We got to decide if we want to bring a couple guys from Crew Falls on or Steve or you know, yeah. I got to ask Steve. He's going to tell week. me the fuck off for sure. But next week will be more or less a recap of because uh, this is coming out. We're, we're, we're we are recording on Wednesday on the sixth. Joey has a meet on the ninth. Crew Falls is on the ninth. Uh, so then this will come out on like the 11th or 12th, I guess. Uh, so then, you know, the one after that, you'll be listening to this after crew falls and Joey's meet, but then the week after that, we'll have the recap of both of those. And with that, we might have to go ahead and kick off all these looky loos and get the guest on the horn. Am I going to kick him off from that? No, I, I, it, we have to say it. I, we, we can't go into the, the interview without saying it. It is bugging I, me. I kind of would be. I see. So you, you, you must have your whole. I have to keep. I don't know. You do have a. I think you uh, do you use sheets on like a, a tablet or something, and you actually have your whole laptop as. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, use, I've, I got my, on my phone here. I only have like a half my screen is the Zoom page, so like I don't mm. see everything else that you see. So I don't even know. No, I've got my phone with the docs. I've got this here. My other phone. Is this thing on? I've <laughs> been in the waiting room forever, guys. What what's going on? Okay, right, let's get our guest forever. on the what horn. The heck? What the heck? <laughs>
At least it's not Brian sent you a file. I'm not touching that. All right. Big Nate, is that you? Big Nate, Mo. it's me. It's me. You've had me in the waiting room forever. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm really getting pissed. I feel like Keith in traffic. Oh, sorry. Big Keith mm-hmm, in traffic. Mm-hmm. About to have a coroner here. I feel like Big Keith's audio file on his Wi Fi. <laughs> it had to be so bad. Ouch. I feel so bad. Ouch. Between my 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 former <laughs> shitty Wi-Fi, my Wi-Fi is good now. Fuck all you guys, but uh, I had to. It had to be the worst quality in the world for the longest time. But uh, that that was awesome. I'm actually I was concerned with that. My my daughter's been playing Fortnite and whatever, so I'm actually uh, took a nod from. Sorry, I can't remember who who it was earlier. I'm I'm recording at work, so, so oh, that was uh, Wi-Fi. Uh, I can't uh, remember. Big big Chris Hornick, I believe. Yeah, it was Big Chris. Was it Big Chris? Yeah, yeah, because he's right. in. The, That's he's, right. Because he is a little farther west too, so he was even in a different time zone. So for him, it was only six thirty when we recorded, I believe. Because you guys are an hour, you're an hour behind us, and he should be two hours behind us. Yep, we're yep, over. we're central, and he's in Mountain Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still so, in the same so, state. Yep, so I yep. think he like he probably left from work at like six a.m. that day or whatever, and didn't get home till like nine p.m. or something. Because <laughs> he, that was that was a, one of our first like well, that was like that was a, I think at the time that might have been a PR length or right up there. But, yeah, uh, it was up there. It was good. Big Nate, do you want to go ahead and let everyone know who you are, where to find you? Do you wish we'd be calling you Nathan, Nate, Nate Mo? What do you what is, what is your name and what do you want to be called, buddy? Um, so I, I usually go by Nate, but uh Big Mo Strength in the Discord, uh Mo Strength 50 on Instagram. Um, yeah, big Nate, big Mo, whatever. So yeah. So. I dig it. I think you might be our are you the third big Nate we've had on the podcast, or has it been a fourth one in there? I can't remember. Um. Well, when you got the technical guy, yeah, and then we got, we got uh, Jack, Nate. Jack, Jack, Nate, yep. and then yeah. So, so yeah, I'd be the third. So, all right, getting right up there with the Davids and the Matts. <laughs> got a lot of uh, uh, Ryan's. I feel like we're gonna have to. Ryan's, it, I feel yes. like inevitably we're gonna have some more Ryan's in the in the waiting room, just because there's there's such a, a a large amount of them. There's a couple Joey's too. Some other Yeah, there's some new Joey's. Like I yeah, there's so yeah. many there's so many new crew. Like I love the Massonomics growing. Awesome. But like I can't keep up with these people. And I don't know if they're even listening to our podcast. So it's like hard to know like who to reach out to. It's like I'm just trying to go off of our like follower list. And it's like, all right, I'm gonna make sure this guy's on the list to reach out to. It's just like there's I mean, they're getting like two or three new people a week or more, aren't they? Like yeah. I, I it might even be more than that. I'm not I very seldom even look at the announcement one or whichever, whatever the the main one. Where I'm just like, oh, new, new, a new person. Okay. The the important thing to know is it's not your job. That's Tanner's job. True. Tanner's can keep up with all the new people. We'll just keep putting it out there. Hey, we're looking for crew. Yeah. That's good. It's growing. This is growing. It's it's awesome. So. So, so Nate, you you see where you you know we're all living in the present. We all know what massonomics is now. You know, we all know how we got here, but why don't you tell us how you got here? Yeah, so I've got uh, my origin story is I, I remember the moment um, that I heard about massonomics. It was uh, in the spring summer of 2020, and we actually talked, uh, you know, about the memory. You know, like Jeff, what Jeff said, we remember it one way, but we don't the other. I remember my hearing it. I was in the backyard. Um, listening to the starting strength podcast. So I actually remember that being like April, May, but on the 40th episode or or the 400th episode, they said it was actually June or July. So my memory's a little wonky there. Just, uh, just like we remember um, Jeff's comment uh, wonky, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm doing yard work during COVID 2020. 
and listening to the Starting Strength podcast and just hearing about these two guys that got this company. And so I'm not watching it, but just listening. And I hear Aberdeen, South Dakota. Nobody is from Aberdeen, South Dakota. Nobody's from South Dakota. We have... (laughs) We have four cows for every person that lives in South Dakota. So I was just flabbergasted. So that's where I first heard about it. And I, you know, I, I investigated a little bit. I listened to a few uh, episodes, but I was still working in college athletics and you're just so engrossed in that. I didn't really get into it. Um, at first I bought, I think the deadlifter shirt, um, and then listened to a few, but then, um, in, uh, 2022, um, I changed careers and then I really kind of dove in then and um, started listening more frequently, bought a few more things. I didn't become crew until um, mid of t- mid 2022. So I've been a year, year and a half. So I, I don't have the membership card, but I have the patch. So that's where I. So initially I went to do the back catalog and go from one and I started at one and I went went through pretty much right up until where Tyler left. And then, uh, then I, uh, then I started bouncing around cherry picking and everything. And then I've just kept up to date. And, you know, now with, uh, two, three hour podcasts every week, it's, uh, it's a little hard to go back and get the back catalog. So multiple podcasts, yeah. putting out two or three episodes of, of, yeah, that's of, why of that a week as yes. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yes. Yep. Uh, we're saying. working on that. <laughs> we're gonna put a timer yep. up with this yeah, yeah, is gonna become we a just timer. cut it off and just... we 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 got into the interview within a half hour we haven't done that in a while so i'm pretty stoked that we might be able to keep this under two hours hey we'll I'll, I'll keep it going for you uh but but yeah there are a lot of guys like i see it in the discord every week like who was it it was a uh, you know big uh big big jake from state farm today was talking about a matt sesney episode from like three months ago <laughs> and i was like okay this did but i mean dr dr jake's got some catching up to do but you know he probably is, works a little bit more than i do a week so like i get it you know he's, he's got a busy life i've uh, got uh, doctors so, don't do shit yeah they just get the nurses to do it and then yeah <laughs> nurses do everything the the rns do everything and then he just comes in and goes oh yeah he's gonna be so <laughs> mad at you next you know and <laughs> Next July, when he listens to this episode, he's going to have a bone to pick with you. (laughs) I've got some time. (laughs) Next July. Next July. (laughs) So I did go and consume the the back catalog. Um, So I've listened to every one of the you and you episodes twice. So I'm kind of a a planner um, like Keith in that way. So um, I have been listening, listening along every week. But then I... um, then I went back and and re-listened again just to make sure I'm I'm as up to speed Damn. as I could be. Yeah, but, I'd be the only one that's done that. To my, be fair, my voice must fair. be extra. To be fair, to be fair, I had a little extra time knowing because you guys had reached out a while ago, and then I had to put it put it off. So I had oh, a month, yeah, yeah. Or five weeks to mm. to do that, not just a week or so. I wasn't like, and I drive a lot now in my new job, so. Um, if I'm not on the phone, I can, I can get, uh, get some podcasts. Plus I get it in while I'm lifting too. No, that's crazy talk. No, it's, (laughs) it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm I'm always worried I'll laugh and just like drop my weights. See, uh, see, I'm not, I don't, I, I enjoy the podcast and, and I may chuckle. I don't just outright belly laugh all that, all that much, but, and then. I also um, 
usually my top sets, I'm going to be recording it. So I, I play the, uh, I play the podcast off my phone. So then when I'm recording on a top set, I'm not actually listening to it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing it on a top set, but my warm up sets, I don't worry about that. But I had 25 years working in a weight room with loud music blaring. So I've kind of, I've kind of a little, little bit over that of the, of listening to music. And yep. that's just putting the record down. That's enough of that. Yeah, I get that. Um, so that would be when you were doing, um, strength and conditioning. Yep. Yeah. So I was a, I was a collegiate strength and conditioning coach for, for 25 years. So, um, for, so Jake, you guys interviewed here a month or six weeks ago. Uh, Jake um, Heed or Jake State Farm? Jack, Jack, Jake, Jake, Jake the Snake. Jake, Jake the Snake. Snake. Got it. Yeah. Jake the Snake. I can't keep them all straight. Uh, yeah. But he, uh, try, try, so, try trying to schedule it. <laughs> oh, <so> right. <laughs> I bet. Like, so we're, so we're in the same town. He works at the same university that I worked at. Okay. Um, so I'm still living in that same town. And um, so he works at the kind of the, the wellness center. And then I worked on in a college athletic side of things with, with the actual college athletes there. So. All right. Um, brief work question or former work question. Sure. Are deadlifts worth the risk to reward ratio? Yes. Hell yes. yes. Good answer. Yes. So, okay. So this is actually really funny. Um, I, so I went to my first powerlifting meet when I was a graduate assistant, 1997, I almost got into powerlifting and then um, we actually, are, the coaching staff got fired and a, a new staff came in and the, the new coaches were more Olympic lifters. And so that's how I actually got into Olympic lifting. So the first 15 years of my career or whatever there, I never did deadlifts with my athletes. I did, and I didn't do it myself. I did cleans. I did, and I was like our strength work or squatting. And I know there's a lot of sets and reps to talk, but Actually, um, in my last uh, five to 10 years, I started utilizing the deadlift and utilized it with myself and my athletes. And actually, I've had less back pain, less back episodes and everything else since I've been consistently deadlifting. It's it's yeah, it's been it's been amazing. That's it's been great. So I wish I would have done that a long time ago. I I only brought it up uh, because I've just heard coaches and stuff and i even think the 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 sister podcast has said that like you know these these top athletes aren't deadlifting because of the risk to reward ratio and i always just remember i wish i could remember who said it honestly i just think back to if you think back pain hurts try being weak yeah, <laughs> yeah. right like that, and that's just kind of what i remember is like i used to have back pain and now i just have a strong back yep yep and it, it's amazing i will if if I don't work out for a while, I start getting stiff, stiff and my back hurts. And, yep. and people people think, oh, that's it's going to be worse if I deadlift. No, you're actually gonna you're actually gonna feel better. I know there's a lot of the high level athletes and high level coaches that won't have them do it, and I get the reason why. Mm-hmm. There certainly is that risk, but that's that's probably one of the reasons I'm not in there anymore. I'm gonna it's it's definitely worth it if you do it do it right. Yeah, I I'm all for it, and I mean I've got my. I've, trained my mom she's at a double knee replacement she deadlifts and mm-hmm. you know it's yeah it 
Now, are you actually thing. having athletes doing? Well, were you having athletes do like conventional sumo, barbell deadlifts, or are you like, you know, trap bar, hex bar, block pull, rack pulls, all kinds of variations? Because I know that's pretty popular. Is like you're, yeah, we can still deadlift, but it's going to be a trap bar or like a rack pull. So, I'm curious what you were doing with that. We had some trap bars, but um, I would use them for specific uh, situations, injured athletes, other things. Sometimes we would program them um, just depending on the year. Um, but typically we would do a, a regular uh, straight bar conventional. Nice. I had some of my some of my coaches that used uh, uh, sumo. I've never sumoed. I just haven't done it, never felt comfortable with it, just never did that with my athletes. Um, but I did a conventional and it, obviously it was pretty uh, in season. It was it, it was, you know backed off or we mm-hmm. didn't do it it depended on the sport depended on uh the the time of year and who it was but yeah we had trap bars but that was more of uh an alternative or a certain phase of the training i i'd like to think of it like um you know as i'm getting older and i have to look forward to when i'm older older how i want to be strong and if i gotta bend over to pick up a bag of groceries Right. I want to know that what I did in my younger days pays off. So I'm not setting up a sumo deadlift to pick up groceries in my sixties. Like I'm not like that doesn't make any sense to me. That's not, um, that's not functional strength. I know Mm -hmm. that powerlifting is not necessarily also functional strength because I'm never going to be on my back in the perfect position to lift something off of my chest. But when, you know, squats and deadlifts, they should kind of mirror how you're going to, you get off the toilet right? That's what a squat is. That's you lifting your body weight off the toilet. A deadlift is literally you bending over to pick something up. So it's just how I see that functional strength aspect. I get sumo. I've tried sumo. I don't necessarily enjoy it, but I'm not going to be like, I'm not some dummy on the internet. That's going to mock other people for doing it. I just don't see outside of competition, how it has any relevance to your life, but that's just me. I I actually had an assistant that that kind of argued it to me. Not argued, that's not the right word, but but his thought was some of the athletes change a direction with that wider base and mm-hmm. and, and hitting the the adductors and everything. I was like, okay, and I, I, that's what I always said with them when they were writing their programs is if if you've got a good reason for it and you can argue for it, hey, good, go ahead, go go do it. But I mean, all of it is just it's loaded human movement, and, you, and you're 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 yeah stressing the body to get stronger to cause it to adapt and if you're if you're nine years old or if you're 90 years old your your body can still adapt now you're not going to do you know my mom when she started she started with uh, i started her with a broomstick just sliding the broomstick down her leg and we started essentially like an rdl and then she's got to i think she's deadlifted 175 pounds and she's awesome good for her 70 76 years old or 78 years old and double knee replacement Nice. Amazing. All right. Sorry for the shop talk. I just wanted to put oh, that one nope, out there. Nope. Got to do yeah, it. I, I, I didn't realize she had you when she was so young. Old jokes. Old jokes. Every now and then they're funny. Um, so you had uh, been in that field for like 20 plus years and now you're doing something else. Is that something you want to uh, touch base on at all or, you know, promote? Yeah, anything? I'm a- I'm a I'm a project manager uh, for a construction company. We build a farm shop, pretty much anything on a farm, grain bins. Uh, I, I work on our building side, so farm storage, uh, cold storage shops, and things things of that nature. So shred sheds, 
Shred, shred. I can't even say that. Say that five times fast. Shred, 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 shred. Yes. So uh, we do that, and it was, uh, you know, it was a time the 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 strength and conditioning. It was it was a passion, and um, like I said, you get so engrossed in that. So I didn't really get into the massonomics world, even though I heard about it. But you're so engrossed in that athletics world, it takes up everything. And uh, somebody said at one time, it's a great job but a horrible life. Mm. And we we made the decision to hey it's uh, um, you know time to time to step away and maybe have a life and that's what I've really enjoyed of the the lifting aspect I've always trained but having a community so you know the the athletic teams the athletic coaches was that community before but now actually be able to go I did my first Olympic Olympic meet last last fall I'm actually going to do an Olympic meet on the 16th um, here of December so. Um, you know, being able to do some of those things and then get involved in this community, it was, was the reason why I, I chose to stay we wanted to stay in the area. So this is a South Dakota company. They do great work. It's amazing people. And, uh, they took a chance on me not having known anything about that, but, um, yeah. So we're trying to help farmers and build for the future. So, and, and where does jerky and pepperoni and stuff come in? So the so the jerky in my world as a strength and conditioning coach, I got involved with the South Dakota Beef Industry Council, um, and they wanted to start a program. So um, and working with they were already working with high schools, and they wanted to work with the colleges. So that's how I met the 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 Beef Council, and they started providing educational opportunities um, and and then different meals, jerky uh, and things like that for the athletes. Um, and when I was at the college level and then so when I shifted over here, we're working with farmers and ranchers. So it it, it makes sense to stay on that board. So it's beef logic. And so the, the power that South Dakota has, like I said, there's only there's less than a million people in South Dakota, but we have we have like three point eight million cattle. And so um, every time uh, it's sold, there's a, a dollar goes to the checkoff and that goes to this this beef council. It, it, they can do one of three things. They can use it for research, for education or promotion of beef in, in the beef industry. So I stayed on that board. And then so they would have never heard of massonomics or anything except for me being on that board. I thought, hey, this makes sense. A good quality <laughs> protein. I was actually going out there for um, for a board meeting last last year when the price of eggs were really high and um, the other hosts, the other guys were talking about their favorite protein. And I was driving into this deal and uh, one of the other hosts of the sister podcast, the little sisters of the poor. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they mentioned beef being the one I was like, this is, this is perfect. I'm listening to the podcast on the road. They're talking about beef being their, their number one protein. And so um, I thought, Hey, we got uh, guys trying to, trying to lift weight to get big. And, uh, and, and we can talk about, uh, we can talk about meat sticks and uh, let's, let's go. So, yeah, it's actually a really cool thing. Um, just, just give me, a little bit more. I don't want to push us into too long, but uh, out here in South Dakota, you can have uh, high schools that could drive three, four, five hours just to play a high school football game. So it started where they, they will they will sponsor a meal for um, for both of the teams. So the home team will provide an either pregame or postgame meal 
for both of the of the teams because you can they can be in the middle of nowhere and travel four hours and there's no place to really feed the team after after the football game on a Friday night because these because there's a lot of small towns and so that's where it started at the high school level um, we we pushed it to the college and it's actually led to it's it's being launched as a national program so that's awesome I remember you talking about that and uh yeah Aberdeen at the Lifford Levisi you were very passionate about it and I was like yeah. oh that, that makes sense like I remember being on a fucking bus for a couple hours getting back from some of our away games and stuff and I'm like I would have been cool to get some free jerky <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, buildyourbase.org, they've got uh, menus, recipes, you know, they've got nutrition tips and all that stuff. And uh, Big Keith, I'll have some for you uh, this weekend at the uh, Crew Falls meetup and for and for everybody, not just not just you, but just 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 don't be staring at my meats. Yeah, I'll try not to. I mean, I'll, there, there'll be there'll be there'll be there'll be twenty plus meat sticks going around that gym that day. So I'm looking forward to that weekend. Uh, oh my god, this, this weekend. No, not, god damn it, phrasing. Not there was a there was a there was a goddamn period and a new fucking sentence started. You bastards, and you know there was. Oh, you sons of bitches! Oh, phrasing gets me so bad sometimes. Oh, oh man, bastards! Oh, I might have oh, just woke up the man. kids. Uh, I definitely, I definitely just woke up my wife with like my rebuttal to that because I raised my and, voice a little bit. And you're worried about what's what's going on in the uh, in the ladies' bathrooms? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <it> was, uh... <laughs> oh, that's oh. good stuff. All right. Well, let's get this back on track. Uh, it was one one <laughs> more the, of our uh, of our, our looking track. Yeah, 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 yeah. So find something else to talk about. You know, you knew you you knew this one was coming. So, what's the one piece of Massonomics merch that you missed out on that you wish you got? It's probably the uh, it's either the the Buddy Light or or the Huge Life. Probably, I would I would say. A huge life wasn't that long ago, right? Or we had a option to get that one. I thought. Yeah, I'm uh, less than a year. I'm yeah, I'm a little slow on the uptake. If you noticed, I didn't lift at the lift hard, live easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I, when I got in, um, I was planning. I was actually planning on doing it, so I hadn't done powerlifting. I was Olympic lifting, and um, I actually did my first powerlifting meet down at Liberty Barbell where we're going to lift on Saturday in March. And that was going to be kind of my intro, my prep to the lift hard live easy. And I kind of just drug my feet. I'm a little slow and old. You guys figured that out (laughs) trying to, trying to get a computer to work. And you saw that at the beginning of this podcast. I I think uh, he's still trying to ask us how to hook up his headphones. And we're just like, all right, buddy, let's just, it's, 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 it's eight 35. Let's hit record. (laughs) We'll do it. We'll, we'll do it live as Joey. Like we'll we'll do it live. Left and do it live. So, I did when I lifted there um, at Liberty Barbell. Uh, Larry the Legend was there, and I think I rival him in my uh, computer and technical. <laughs> yeah, Larry's right. I, I do have him beat beat by age there, but um, yeah. So I just I didn't get signed up, and so some of that stuff. I I love Instagram. I don't know. I love. The, I, I like the Discord, but it it it's overwhelming for me. Just trying to trying to follow all of that, and it, it just makes me feel old. Like I enjoy it; it's it's good, but I'm I much prefer Instagram because I kind of control it. The, the Discord just Discord just comes at me so fast. I feel like I'm just like, what is going on? And so. and and we have the best. Like the Massonomics Discord is out of like the five or six Discords. I mean, I've probably been into more than I've joined and like deleted and left many a Discord in the last couple of years. But like Massonomics and like only a couple other ones are the only ones that are still active on my phone. Is that's like. 
it's the only non-toxic one I found, honestly. <laughs> like, and it's and it's still overwhelming because there's so much. But yeah, you know, it's it's almost a full-time job to keep up on it. But it's it's definitely worth it. To, yeah, you know. it's big joy. How many how many discords are you in? Because then you've talked about a couple of them. That's the thing. I like I, I can barely keep up with one. And uh, how many uh, are you in? four, four. So Plus- us and the main podcast, five. Yeah. Uh, barefoot. And then a random Twitch streamer who I actually happen to know from my city, um, but mostly just to talk about wrestling. Um, but since I kind of stopped wrestling, I don't think I've looked at that one in months. And then I have one from my home city that also is boring as shit. But mostly I spend my time between Massonomics and Unpaid and Underrated. And it's it's just, they're all, like, they're just mostly boring. Like, I don't... The Massonomics one is overwhelming and and all of that, but it's entertaining and it's constant. And like you could miss two hours and check in and be like, cool, I have so much to catch up on. Whereas these other ones, you know, like the the one of the random Twitch streamer, um, there's dozens and dozens of channels. And I mean dozens. Like we've got what, ten in Massonomics? Less I think. Maybe four are active. Yeah, and this one has all of them, and they're active all the time, and it's just people talking about stuff I don't understand or care about. So I don't like I don't check in on that one. So I, I would say I'm just it's not t- you just have to let time management not manage you. So <laughs> I just kind of like <laughs> look at the the rest of them. Yeah, okay, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. The unpaid and underrated one sometimes like it's it's not that frequently updated. So I just I really only am in one full time. And the barefoot one, I like what they're trying to do, but it's mostly just people asking questions about their shoes. <laughs> so I don't really have much input on other people's shoes. Well, I got a, I got a, <laughs> I got a shoe adjacent question, maybe. Not really. So a random fact about Nate here is as a kid, he grew up in a, a, from what I'm told, a smaller log cabin with his dad and his five siblings and apparently no running water. So let us know about that situation. And, you know, I can't imagine you had more than one or two pairs of shoes. And how close to Chris Duffin did you live? Because yeah, that yeah. sounds like his child. Was, was there, was there a shit bucket as Chris Duffin had? Uh, there, there was an outhouse. Um, and, uh, there was probably a porta potty. I don't know if there was a shit bucket. Um, there were no, I don't think there were any child pedophile rings oh, yeah, or Jesus drug use or, forgot about that. Or, or anything like that. Um, child trafficking. Um, yeah. Um, I, I know I look like I'm 250. 50 years old and and uh grew up in the log cabin but i yeah i did in northern minnesota actually not my five five i have five siblings um but i'm the third there was only i guess three of us there was three of us that lived there so i was about four when we moved and the interesting thing we went from log cabin that my dad built himself dug the well dynamited the the driveway living in the woods in northern minnesota we moved to st louis oh wow it's a big move <laughs> so went from uh yeah from, like a legit uh, big city <laughs> big trees to the big city yeah 
No, you were like, were you in a suburb or anything? Or you guys were like straight up like downtown, like concrete everywhere, like no grass. We, like we were, there was some grass there. My dad was in seminary, so there was there was some grass there. But we were the, we lived in a couple different places. Uh, the the three years we were there, the one was above a laundromat, and it was yeah, it was concrete and tar, and yeah, in nice. the city. It's definitely a At, big move. Quite have different. you have you ever seen Big City Greens, the the kids show on Nickelodeon? Uh-uh, uh-uh. All right. Yeah, it's pretty much about what you're describing. They move from the farm to the city, and the kid can't adapt. He's always running around in his bare feet. <laughs> so, so we went from log cabin, middle of the woods, to St. Louis. We were there two years. Then you had to go on. We went on Vicarage. We went and moved to Nebraska. We lived in a town of seventy seven zero people. Uh-huh. No paved roads in this town. Two bars though. Uh-huh. There's two bars. You know. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Um, then, <laughs> then, we're, then we're back to St. Louis um, and then went back to Minnesota. So I then a town of 500. Then I lived in Houston. So I've been, I've run the gamut of, uh, of uh, the cities. I've. What do you prefer? Um, you know, actually, uh, you know, so I'm in Brookings, which is about 20, 25,000. It gets up probably over 30 with the students and everything. I always thought Sioux Falls would be a great size city, um, but I've raised my kids here. I, I love it. We've got, we're 50 miles north of Sioux Falls, Crew Falls, sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, uh, you know, we can get there with 80 mile an hour speed limits. We can get there. But I, to me, this is a little bit smaller than I would like. I like, I like Crew Falls. It's uh, how big is Sioux Falls compared to Brookings? Two, 200,000. Oh shit. Okay. So like roughly know, 10 it's, times. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's almost, it's probably eight to 10 times the surrounding area. I mean, you think about that. There's a quarter of the state's population is in, in Crew Falls. How, yeah, and how, how, how big is Aberdeen in comparison to all that? Aberdeen would be it'd be similar to Brookings, okay. probably twenty thousand, gotcha. something like that. I'm not so, entirely so, so sure. But... So I'm going to so, see a different side of uh, you know South Dakota this weekend, then, huh? Yes, yes. Gotcha. And you know, I mean, you're you're in New York. You're you're used to some weather, but you're going to get you're going to see you're not going to see uh, South Dakota in December because we're going to get sixty degrees tomorrow. So uh, it's going to be very unusual for December. Yeah, me not having to pack seventeen hoodies and a jacket yes. and the fucking gloves will be nice. A babysitting no jacket. The, the the hoodie is the jacket. You don't need yeah. to you don't need to babysit that. Um but uh yeah. So yeah, I've always liked the idea of smaller towns. I, I I grew up for the first probably thirty-five years in the city. Right? And, you know, I was known known in the city, you know, I, I like <sighs> my wife used to call me a socialite. I'd be at all the charity events. Right? I'd be at this event, that event. And then when we moved up here, I was just like, I never want to do that again. <laughs> and it's like the bar I go to is like the legion in the town that has less than like, like a thousand people. And it's like, that's my favorite place to be now. <laughs> so it's just funny. That, yeah. That, that, nice. I kind of, I've, I've been on both sides of it all ends. And I'm just like, now I just want to have just be left alone as much as possible. But then, of course, I find myself, mm-hmm. well, if it's a legion, I want to be involved. I want to help, you know, raise money yeah. and blah, 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 yeah. blah, because it's just that's the old me coming out of it. Yeah. That's just why I asked which one you prefer there, because, you know, having seen it all, mid, I think I think I agree with you. I think mid-range, mid-level towns are probably better. I want a Target and a Walmart, 
but I also like want to be left alone. Yep. I, yep. That, <laughs> that, that, that is perfect. That, that is perfect. So how big is, is it Ontario when you said the city, how big, how, uh, the city I'm in is actually called Mount Hope. Um, and what happened was they were all different townships. So there's, I'm outside of a city called Hamilton and Hamilton is the big city and that's where I lived. And they, they're one of the larger cities in Ontario. But what they did was they amalgamated all of the townships around them. Yeah. So Mount Hope, Glenbrook, Binbrook, Ancaster, Waterdown, all of these little independent townships just got kind of sucked in. And all it really did was raise our taxes. And, um, but I'm in one of those small towns, Mount Hope. And I'm technically, like, if you go to the old map, I'm actually in a city called Glanbrook, which was in between Mount Hope and Binbrook. <laughs> But that got eliminated during the amalgamation. Yeah, I, I've got, yeah, yeah, I've got a couple neighbors each side of me, and then a turkey farm on the other side, and like a soy farm behind me. And I think I'm in a good position. I don't, you know, don't like people exactly where I want to be. Can't fly drones. I'm too close to the airport. I'm giving away like central like information to people. By the oh, way, here, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't well, ever. If you notice on social media, I never talk about yep. where I am. I don't talk about yeah. where I live and I never check into locations because yeah. I just like, I yeah. want my privacy. Yeah. I'll tell you. I, I love that. No, I was just going to say, I love how you, you, you don't show your kids faces too. And yeah, you just, yep. yep you just, that's, that makes sense. So um, how I was thinking more population of that city where you used to live, how, like how big of a city out. was that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But if you don't, yeah, like, I'll literally, I'll put it on the Lugo. Yeah. <laughs> the uh so liberty barbell is kind of southwest sioux falls where we're going to be crew mm-hmm. falls where we're going to be and um the southern part down harrisburg is where it's really growing there and you can see you can have farmland right there and then the, all of a sudden there's just houses and everything and so like we're right on the edge there you kind of get that that interesting mix should i be worried about the gang wars between the two hospitals so is it was it, is it, the, east, <laughs> is it, was it the east and the west or the north and the south i can't remember but there was definitely uh, east east west it's yeah, uh yeah. well i told uh I, I told one of the other sister little sisters of the poor that uh, we should have done a blue crew and a, and a green crew oh. <laughs> team Sanford team for the, for the crew falls meetup. But I don't think we planned ahead of, t- ahead of time and just handed those up. I found the information. So Hamilton has a population of 781,000. Okay. And yeah, the current so township I live in has uh 3,500. Okay. So, <laughs> so- <laughs> Very different. So that, that, yeah. So Crew Falls is the big city in South Dakota, and Hamilton's got it is almost four times as large. So, yeah, um, yeah. They talk about that yeah. before. I think they've mentioned Brookings yeah. before. There's the one restaurant in Brookings they like. Oh, they, the, yeah. They stopped, but they stopped at Taco Bell here. They stopped at Taco, <laughs> Taco Bell they here. They were saying, and then and they but, both uh, went twice in the same week without like getting yep. together or some shit. I was like, I was like really? Get a kick out of well, that. Let, let me know. Let me know. So, uh, so well, speaking of fast foods, uh, did uh, Arby's play a role in your youth gaining some uh, muscle mass? Uh, was Ar- was was Arby's a uh, can, Ar- can, a, a contributor? The uh, specifically the 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 five for five. 
the five for five at Arby. So gosh, I don't. So what I remember is I remember the McDonald's. I would get just the hamburgers. I don't. I'm sure the roast beef. At, at yeah, yeah. One of your buddies did, just mentioned. Yeah, uh, did, 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 did well. Yeah. Let's see. To paraphrase, but, to to gain weight, he would go to Arby's, get the the get get five roast beef sandwiches for five dollars, and hammer back all of them. So that made a that made a memorable. Um, uh, you know, uh, that one of your friends that texted me wanted to to have us mention that basically. Yeah, I I remember getting like eight of the hamburgers at, at McDonald's and you know whatever whatever else. Yeah, I remember packing my lunch for in school and it it would just be in a in the whole the 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 baggie from the loaf of bread. It just sandwiches, just in there, you know, <laughs> six or eight sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Have um, you ever have you ever seen Arby's how they shave the roast beef? Have you ever seen the roast beef how it shows up? Uh-uh. Have uh-uh. I told have I told you guys this story about how the one time we kind of had caught a glimpse of it? I don't think. I don't think so. All right. uh-uh. uh, so like back in the day, uh, back in the day with me and a couple of my buddies in our old partying days, uh, we we went over to the Arby's near the mall. There used to be a dirt mall in, uh, in the middle of Hamilton, and we would go there and we would just order some Arby's and then we would just sit in the food court and just like play chess or cards and just like that's how we as teenagers weren't like rowdy. That was just what we did. And the roast beef, if you've ever seen it, is a giant um, compressed roast beef. So it's not real roast beef, right? It's pureed meat squished and then shaved. And my one friend probably had been drinking. I think we all might have been. (laughs) And we saw them shaving it. And I pulled him over and I said, buddy, look at the size of that potato. But keep in mind, this thing's like the size of a toddler, right? On this big thing. I said, look at the size of this potato. He's going, his mind was blowing. He said, this is the biggest potato I've ever seen. And so the girl, the, we all knew it was the roast beef, except he didn't. And the girl behind the counter <laughs> looks at him and goes, that's the roast beef, man. There's no such thing as a potato that big. And he felt so stupid. I bet there is. <laughs> Two years later. We go back to that RB. Okay. New staff. There's no way it's all the same people. And I go, hey, buddy, remember that time we told you that was the potato? The girl behind the counter goes, that was you guys? Tell <laughs> me that story had lived <laughs> and then passed down over and over Some and over. Dipshit thought this was generations of staff. <laughs> I've heard the story. There's a down. guy that thought it was a potato. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Some idiot. But but no, honestly, it would, it's a big giant pureed. It's the same way they make chicken nuggets, right? They just puree chickens and then compress them into nuggets. Tasty. Uh, it is actually. I'm not going to complain about no compressed meat. I like I like some good. Uh, give me some uh, Chick Fil A chick nuggets any day. I'll take those. Oh, I I, I thought you were going to say you like compressed meat as well. I, I thought he was going to say it too. I, I was, was like, there's no it. way he's oh, not giving me two in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was I thought it was coming. You bastards! Thought it was coming. So I want to hear about a little funny or embarrassing fact and story here. We got it's. Uh, Big Nate, are you a notorious sleepwalker? And is uh, were you kind of the uh, butt of the joke sometimes? Well, you wouldn't know it, but at least your, your buddy specifically said that uh, you know, half half the goal was to wait for you to fall asleep and see what kind of mischief your sleepwalking self would get into. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I've uh, I've always been a sleepwalker. There, I remember as a kid, long before I was drinking, waking up on the kitchen floor, um, having <laughs> sleptwalk. But um, as an adult, yes, when I've been drinking, drinking heavily, um, and back in my my uh, our partying days, there were there were some times I actually, um, I uh, I've tried to. Go to the bathroom in a closet before. I've I did that once. To yeah. go off I think of, done uh, that once. Yeah, go off the the balcony. I actually probably one of the scariest things is uh, party in college. I ended up we had the security locks and everything, and we were in a fourplex. And I I woke up. I was walking away from our our complex, um, and it was the middle of winter. I don't know how you know how many degrees below zero. And I think I'm sure it was the cold that woke me up and startled me out of it. I went back and I'm locked out and I'm just pounding. Everybody else has passed out. And um, yeah, I, I obviously I don't remember um, the, the sleepwalking, but yeah, they usually would try and uh, try and see what they could do. Um, see, see what antics I would do when I'm, when I was uh, three sheets to the wind, but I could never open the potato cage. The tomato cage. Potato. Season. We're still potato. we're still on that damn. We're potato. still on that potato. potato. <laughs> Do you know about the uh, tomato cage? I don't. But this is the second week we've talked about tomatoes. But now I'm. I don't know what a tomato cage. The tomato is. cage. You'll have to. You'll have. You'll have to Google it. The lady sleepwalking and she's trying to open the tomato cage. Hmm. Or really... or what about is your is is my purse in the oven? Um, my purse in the oven. Well, that would be that from one. a Will Ferrell movie that Keith <laughs> clearly isn't going to watch. That would be from Step Brothers. I've seen Step Brothers. It's I don't remember that. I've but. seen it. I don't. I didn't remember that. Well, they were sleepwalking. The mm. pill. No, it might have been pillows in the oven and purse in the freezer, maybe. Hmm. But yeah, that's when they were sleepwalking and being all around menaces. <laughs> um, anyway, well, I want to. Uh, so we've. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. We've uh, we've added an additional affiliate link for you guys. So so we're not doing three in a row. I'm going to go ahead and hit you with a quick little ad read here real quick. So we've got a new uh, affiliate sponsor that we work with right now, Plate Snacks, code unpaid. So if you guys are interested in that, go ahead and hit them up. Uh, they make all our podcast stickers, and they're mainly – they're famous for the, uh, the Scott Dodds, Tommy and Tanner, you know uh, – emblems for the plates where their dongs are the barbell shaft and it's just perfectly fucking placed so a uh, little ad read we're going to start doing for them real quick uh so plate snacks at plate stacks their mission is to transform gyms into vibrant personalized spaces with custom vinyl weight plate decals they are dedicated to helping gym owners and fitness and fitness enthusiasts express their unique style and brand through high quality durable and visually striking decals for weights and weight stacks. Their goal is to inspire motivation and pride in fitness environments, making each workout not just a routine, but a fun and exciting experience. So go ahead and please use code UNPAID to save 10% at platesnacks.com. And we'll get back to a few more uh, questions here with Nate and, uh, you know, keep this train rolling. Maybe if you wanted to pick one or one or anything out of the, the non-crew you wanted to hit on before we hit the crew questions, probably. No, I'm going to throw in my FMK. Yeah, well, I was going to, I figured we would do the, the, a couple crew questions in FMK to end, but I don't know if there's anything above that you wanted to hit. Cause there's well, just I do want to know what George W. Bush said to you. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was, uh, I was a graduate assistant at the University of Texas. And when he was the, he was the governor of Texas, right? 
actually before he started running for president. And um, I actually came back into the weight room. And that at that time, uh, my wife would come down after work and work out in the weight room. So she's on the elliptical or bike or whatever. And I walk up and here's George W. Bush is right next to her on one of one of the deals, Secret Service there and, and everything. And he would come in probably once every every month or so and whatever. And he's like, oh, he's he's not that ugly. He, she said, we'd know you by the ugly one that walked down here. <laughs> so and started ripping. I'm like, I don't know if I should be honored or if I should. Uh, now, I what should time frame was this? Like, what, what where was he? This would have been. Was he governor? He was yeah, he, he was that. governor in Austin, I, I, so he was. That would have been. I was there from ninety seven <laughs> to ninety nine. So okay, so right before never, he did his break, right, it was it, it was kind of known that he was probably going to run for president, but it wasn't official or gotcha. anything yet. That's so. really funny. Like you just walk cool. in and he just gets you with a dad joke. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, like, "Fuck you, Governor Bush!" Like. <laughs> Well, it's it's like you know, okay. Here I am. How many years later, telling the story, and I'm like, you're kind of like, okay, I'm kind of honored. He's actually, you know, talking. It's cool. just kind of weird. You see the Secret Service show up two hours before, you know, and they're scoping stuff out, and then oh, oh, governor's going to come and work out, and then uh, so it's, yeah, it's kind of cool being a you know small kid from Minnesota to to see that. But then yeah, he's ripping on you, and you know your wife's sitting right there working out right next to him. It's kind of kind of wild. Got it. The Secret Service showed up to make sure all those plates were calibrated. They're the they're the rogue yeah. fitness of <laughs> of the workout. <laughs> all right. I think there was a story where at one point uh, uh, there was an athlete in there throwing a medicine ball, and it actually missed the the pillar that they were throwing it on, and it went pillar towards four. towards the governor. And, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, pillar four. And <laughs> so it was a little bit of a tense situation. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I actually uh, saw him. It would have been, I didn't, was it 2001 when he was doing his first campaign, I think, maybe? But he actually came to my, it might have been 2000, 2001. Uh, he actually was at my high school football game and did like a very brief, like either, either pre, I think it was in a pregame, just like walked on the field, gave like a 30 second speech and walked off. But it was cool. Like, no, was definitely secret he was, service he was president during 2001, Keith. He was not president yeah. when, so it had to have been the presidential campaign because he was yeah. not president. It would have been two thousand or nineteen ninety nine. Two thousand would it would have been it would have been fall of two thousand because it was my freshman year of high school. So yeah. okay, so it was uh, right right before the election. Yeah, yeah, it was, could have yeah, literally been. Yeah, was, it would have been before the November. Yeah, so it would have yeah. it would have been like yeah. months before. So, but yeah, that was kind of uh-huh. the same time frame. I was just being like, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're gonna, I'm going to hit you with at least one or two crew questions, then Joey's got an FMK for you. So okay. from the crew, we had a, a slew of repeats, and you know there was a couple of decent ones, but I'm going to cherry pick one from a couple from Tanner here. Uh, which uh, Big Tanner wants to know? Uh, he's a you know he's big Big Tanner. If you're not familiar, he's a big fan of the un- unpaid and underrated podcast. You know he's always giving us information and uh, very active in our uh, DMs. So we'll. Uh, he wanted to know which university in South Dakota has the best gym facility as someone who's probably, That's, you know, stepped foot in many. And and why yeah. is it Canada's best business school? <laughs> so, so it's, it's not Canada's best business school. I, I, I hate to say that it's, uh, it's gotta be the, uh, the SDSU Jackrabbits. So, um, you know, I actually, um, 
I brought the strength coach for Canada's best business school up to the lift hard, live easy, brought him up there to come up there with me. I'm trying to get him. Yeah. Trying to get him to join to be crew, but he's still engrossed in that whole college athletics world. So they've got a lot of equipment. They've got, uh, they've got a decent room and they've got a hell of a coach. Um, but, um, they're still not gonna, I still, the Jackrabbit's going to beat the, going to beat the coyote, uh, you know, every time. So we've got a better facility. We open right up into our indoor facility, uh, for running and training. And it's, so it's, uh, <laughs> nope, nope. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. So, um, yeah, no, nope, it's gotta be the Jacks. I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit you with one more and we can move into FMK here. So another one from a uh, big fan of the podcast, big Tanner is, uh, Take this however you want it, but he wants to know what you think. Uh, B, B, uh, sorry, what does BB, what fuck? What oh, wow. does BBC stand for? Did you say EBC or BBC? BBC, British Broadcast, you know, British Broadcast <laughs> Network. That is the the Brookings Barbell Club. Ah. That is that is my home weight room. So that is my home weight room. So when I was Googling um, it, that's not I, what came up first. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. that's yeah. why that's so, on your Google. So, the eponymous, <laughs> I'm not the eponymous one that asked brewing, it. Eponymous Brewing Company is uh, where I get my beer. That's EBC, but I'm actually my weight room is BBC. That's why it's off of Brookings Barbell Club. Okay, cool. Sorry, we're getting a little little feedback here. I don't I know. Saw, I, I just I, I just saw a ghost going on. Just Ooh. saw a ghost. Is there a ghost? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah, you have to turn off your background for this to make sense. Oh, the f- you know these guys? Oh, wow. <laughs> I know these guys. Look at this. No way. So everybody everybody can't see. Uh, Jake the Snake <laughs> just showed up to our podcast. <laughs> That's hysterical. And I'm I'm so confused. Like are you you're legitimately there. You're not just like you're not oh, yeah. mirroring the two screens together. Well, they they're you guys can't live more than a few minutes apart probably. Brookings is only so big. So that is a uh, welcome welcome buddy. Yeah, I, long time no see. Uh No, he's going to take a picture. We just got to the, the um <laughs> we just got to the crew question part. Nice sweater. I see that. That's the camel sweater. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's cold out. You got to wear your mass numbers coat. Oh, yeah. It was a beautiful day. But, yes, yeah, a little chilly now. Yeah. It, you, you, you guys got to do your best to make sure it's still 60 when I get there Friday at noon. I don't want to be cold, damn it. Yeah. Uh, that, would, that would be tough. All right. Well, I like to say we're flip-flop now. <laughs> Nate's trying to do technical stuff and not working. He's the no. wrong Nate for that. We learned that already. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I got much of a leg to stand on because I'm just now coming to your ears properly. What's so weird? How is it? It keeps saying Jake the Snake is talking. How are you doing that? Uh, I. Oh, there we go. Where to go? Where to go? I'm I'm in the Zoom, but I'm just talking through my AirPods um, so that I didn't oh, so I didn't cool. want to have to like. Share share his I, mic. That's, that's yeah. I didn't that's want I didn't want Nate's genius. ear earwax in my uh, in my ear. So you know. Well, that's, that's, I uh, I hope this is picking you up because otherwise uh, <laughs> I think it should. I mean, it's in our, it's, it's in our ears, so it should be. Yeah, hopefully, it's sense. not the same it's incident. In your ears. Yeah, I I will use that line. <laughs> all day. Any, any sexual innuendo I can make, and you know that's that's all. I'm all about those. Well, 
And now right. I almost want to know. I, yeah, I don't know if we want to go to FMK. I don't think if there's anything that we can ask Jake, but I think we have. No, to. I'm going to, I'm going to jump into FMK. This is still, Do it. this is still big Nate's episode. Can, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to stick around too long for sure. I just wanted to say hi. Oh well, yeah. We're yeah. happy to have you. And just because uh, I'm here, I wanted to, you know, shout out big Nate, not the other big Nate, technical Nate. He's helping me with something pretty magical for the lift hard, live easy, strong man. Can't reveal it yet, but we got some big things in the works, and I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew about it, that there's going to be some magical things happening. He's going to hate this episode because this whole episode has just been us praising him. Oh, yeah. Because like, <laughs> he didn't get a chance, when because he always kind of, uh, sometimes Nate can listen to the whole episode and, like, you know, add a bunch of shit to it. Other times, he'll yeah. text us on Sunday and be like, all right, guys, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Is there anything I need to edit out? And we're just like... No, man, we just we actually like gave you praise for your draft episodes. Like, oh, we we can we 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 can't have any of that. You know, he clearly doesn't want any uh, attention. So it, I always yeah, like yeah, yeah. giving him extra attention because I know he doesn't want it. Oh yeah, he's a rock star. All right, I'll let you guys get back to it. See you, All man. Right, man. We'll awesome seeing you. Pleasant we'll see surprise. You, uh, we'll see you in about Good twenty-four stuff. hours, buddy, or thirty thirty hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See ya. Later, bud. Good deal. Good deal. That's awesome. That was a good. That was a, that was a neat surprise. Yeah, that's a good cameo. We never really got tricked like that before. That was cool. No, and we usually what we made usually it do ex- the tricking. What made it extra confusing? I don't. I did. We did. We talk about other. We know we talked about it in pregame, but I don't know since we hit record. Like, like uh, Big Nate's background is well. It, literally, as I go to say it, he fucking gets rid of it. But uh, <laughs> Big Nate's background the entire episode was, uh, you know he who not be named the the man that keeps on skipping our you know calls and not wanting to be a part of the podcast and it's just been amusing because i got to see that those fucking flowing locks you know behind nate's head the whole episode (laughs) so then to have uh jake walk in and be like i'm like okay did he do something with the background again but no jake's actively talking i'm so confused so that was uh i love it i I was working i was working on that one i wanted to get him get him in here i didn't know if we could get it to work out i was gonna try and get rid of my back that's the, fact, the fact that like we're doing a podcast that got a dude to like get out of his house and drive to his buddy's <laughs> house like to be on a podcast that's about another podcast for like a for like a two minute bit like that makes me so proud of what we do like I'm so happy that that just happened yeah that was really fun I'm I'm glad it worked out I wanted to do it and he's like oh, I got to get the kids to bed or whatever he said probably after eight thirty I was like oh this is gonna work out perfect so awesome. that was awesome all right well we yeah, we I've, I've stolen we, we've stolen the time the the Let's go ahead and move into FMK. I know Joey's been anxiously waiting to get this. Well, and we just like FMK has just become a part of this, right? Yeah, like, yeah pretty much. It's like an easy thing to do that might cause some controversy. Sometimes it doesn't, but it, it just tends to to be on every episode. So I thought this time, when everybody was saying "run with the name Mo," everybody in the Discord was like, "Go with the name Mo," and they all had their different ideas, and I settled on these. So I want you to FMK these famous Mo's. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mo Sislak, who's the bartender from The Simpsons. Mo Howard from The Three Stooges. Or the MOE, the Ministry of Education. FMK those three. Oh, wow. Okay. FMK... Mo Sislak, Mo Howard, and the Ministry of Education. 
Never you heard think of I tell you how fucking hard it was to find <laughs> how fucking hard it was to find anybody na- famous named Mo. And like yeah, I had Mo, that's... I had Mo houses like a Mo Howard immediately. And I was sitting um at dinner and I was just asking strangers. I was like, I was like, give, like, give me a famous Mo that's not Moses like a Mo Howard. And the one guy goes, my cat's name is Mo. I was like, first of all, what are the fucking odds of that? Second right, of all, man. I'm not using that. But yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> but it was really, it was random because I had no clue who that guy was. That was pretty funny. So I ended up going, I Googled Mo and got the Ministry of Education and was like, that's fucking hilarious. I'm throwing that in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you ex- I'm, I'm glad you explained it. So I, I thought it was a Harry Potter reference at first. I'm like, no, that's oh, the God, mini- no. that's it's the Ministry a, of Defense. I was so it's government. Of, it's literally a government entity <laughs> called the Ministry of Education. Where it's got to be like the whole maybe? world has Ministry of Education's Keith. But the, we have like department. We have Department <laughs> yeah. of Educations. We have yeah. we don't we don't call them ministries. That's why really I'm, yeah. Oh, so okay. it's it's. Yeah. it's that's it's it's all good. It's the conversion rate. It's, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. Uh, how many how many kilometers does a ministry re- reach to a uh, MPH? <laughs> how many kilometers? <laughs> so I I had a Three Stooges uh, poster on my wall when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna marry Mo Howard. Um, the, the ministry of, of education, um, we're going to, we're going to kill that because we're not talking politics or government or anything. And yeah. so we're going to, we're going to F Moses lack. So the Simpsons bar. T- that's where I'm going. What was his kid? Was it always uh Moe's tavern? Like, is, is that, is that what he said on the phone? Like, cause he just answered the phone and always got the, the Bart fucking prank calls, but he just, it was just like Moe's tavern. And then it just went right into like, you know, is, 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 is Mike Hunt there? <laughs> but, but not that <laughs> it was a kid show. <laughs> yeah. Um, it actually has one of my favorite lines, which is Ned Flanders looking him dead in the face and saying, you are a mean and hateful man. <laughs> and Mo goes, Hey, I might be mean and hateful. What was that third thing you said? And that's always been one of my favorite things. <laughs> like, that's funny. I think I've seen The Simpsons in years. Like I probably it's, watched. It's not is worth it, watching. Is it Don't still on? It. Like, is it still actively pumping episodes out on Sundays? Yeah. I know. Wow. Yeah. That's got to be like 35 years, right? It's, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's a, it's a long it's been time. Like, was it like in 88, 89, 90? Like, it was definitely it was early, early 90s, right? Late 80s. Early 90s, right? late 80s. Yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, so. I don't yeah. think I've watched it since like 2002. <laughs> I, I never watched it a whole a whole lot, but I, I did watch it some. And one of the one of the ones that just stuck with me, I don't know when and where it was, but um Homer is walking down the stairs and he starts clutching his chest. He's like, chest pain. And then you see the wafting smell, he's smelling something. Chest pain. Ooh, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's like mid-heart attack. He's like, Ooh, bacon. It's just one of the ones that just has always, always stuck with me. So. Well, speaking of smelling things, I'm going to get into our, uh, our our third ad read of the day, which is Obsidian Ammonia, uh, based out of Ontario, Canada, here in London, actually. Obsidian Ammonia has become one of the leading names in smelling salts for the lifting community, combining extra songs, extra strong salts, a passion for the sport, and silly goose marketing campaigns. Big Travis has become an important part of PRs and gyms across the world and at competitions. 
from basic salts that will help a PR to the strongest thing to ever slice your face apart. These salts combine science with violence to assist you with your next max attempt. So check out Obsidian Ammonia at HypeDust.com and use code UNPAID on any order to save 15%. Uh, personally, I've got a pack of the ampules that he released for Black Friday. I'll be bringing those to my meet this weekend. Um, I think the ampules are very good in between. Uh, I've noticed that um, they don't hurt as much as some of his other stuff, mm-hmm. but they still have a very good effect. Um, you know, I've got right now here in front of me, I've got the, um, the menthol regret, which smells like my childhood, which is the, (laughs) um, the menthol cigarettes and, uh, stuff, you know, some, every once in a while you get a whiff, it goes under your eye and it might actually fuck up your lift. And I found that the ampules don't do that. Yeah. I've, uh, I think I'm going to pull ammonia out for squat and bench like at least for like in trend like my house like just in my gym like i i did literally didn't do ammonia for fucking 38 years and then like i was just like oh let me if i feel obligated to their sponsor i have this bottle let me at least try it and then i'm like oh then it kind of came a, a routine anything over like an rpe eight and a half i'll fucking do some ammonia and then it's just like but then if i miss a fucking lift i'm like well was it the ammonia's fault because i was fucking like all fucked up for literally yeah. something that was only like 92 percent that it i didn't can. Need, so it can do that i think i'm gonna yeah. save them for just deadlifts if i'm gonna do shit around that if i'm gonna use them in the basement i just i don't know i don't i, I, I need to i need i need to pause on that I've, I've never done it for uh uh for a max attempt i i hadn't done it whatever and i actually brought my bottle in here uh to work from the from the lift hard live easy now, that activated? That, that's the, the big question it is it is okay. activated and i probably wouldn't have known that if i hadn't been uh so i'm getting educated while entertained on the, <laughs> on the underrated podcast Thanks, so i would gracing. not I, I appreciate that big Grayson because I would not have known that, but actually had it in here and I had a couple of my coworkers tried it. They actually brought it up. They were like, oh, they started talking about it. I was like, hey, I've got a bottle. And uh, I, it was just kind of random here. And so I brought it brought it in here and <laughs> I just had them try that today. So it's pretty funny. And so I, I have a bit of a funny story. and She's going to hate me for telling it. Um, but I came home, I think one night last week and I had cracked an ampule while like just kind of halfway home because I live kind of far from work and I don't want to fall asleep driving home. Um, and I thought I'd be funny. And I walked in to my wife and I went, Hey, what does this smell like to you? Thinking she would look at it and see that it was ammonia and tell me to piss off. Uh, no, he went in and I mean like all the way. Oh, and I thought it was so funny, and she did not think it was funny at all. I can't imagine she did, especially if she was like like ready for bed and shit too, and like after the long day. She was really mad at me for a, a good hour or so. Yeah, you fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, no, and I finally had to say like, "Hey, it's never happened before. It'll never happen again." And I'm sorry. I yeah, I didn't think it would be that way. So yeah. sorry, honey. Um, however, at the time. That was probably one of the funniest things I think that I've ever seen. Just thinking she would go, get that out of here. And instead, she didn't even blink. She went in all the way. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Didn't smell like popcorn, huh? I'm going to pay for that. (laughs) It did not smell like popcorn. (laughs) Uh, I did that a couple of years ago, not with the ammonia, but... uh, 
uh, we were outside over the holidays and throwing snowballs and doing all that. And my wife was coming out from like, it, it was so far away. So I'm going to throw it just to, you know, it's going to land by here. It'll be funny. And I actually right connect, face, connected. Oh <laughs> man, I felt so bad. It was like, you're never going to hit her. She's so far away. And yeah. Just, and then oh, you just dare. immediately you're just like, what did I do? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and the conflict is that was really funny. <laughs> I want to laugh so hard. But I also want to make sure you're okay first, and they're never okay. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're never okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, if you're listening, honey, which you probably are at some point, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> but next time I jam something in your face and say it was a smell like tone, don't just take away. Well, oh boy, we're gonna leave that one hang there. I'm gonna do a little uh, unpaid or underrated, and then I'll hit him with another ad read after that. Sure. Let's go ahead and do that. Are you ready, Big Nate? Are you familiar with this game? Do you, do you want to explain the rules to the people? Because me trying to explain last week did not go well. <laughs> right, what did I say? Like one ass and two horses or something? <laughs> I butchered that son of a bitch. So, yeah, essentially, <laughs> we've got a list of. Um, unpaid or overrated topics and you've got to pick whether they are unpaid or overrated uh this is uh um, Un- unpaid or underrated unpaid or underrated see you, like you I'm, said you said overrated. what about you twice like i can't <laughs> figure this out <laughs> you, made, you made me have to look at it i'm like wait he, he hey it up. Like, you no, guys you guys hard. know you guys know how my computer skills are don't try confusing me now i'm uh this is no this I, about... you've actually listened to more episodes than i have so i'm assuming you're gonna get this right <laughs> yeah, before i do oh i don't know i don't know, I don't know. all right all right so okay, okay hold on i've got yeah no go ahead go no ahead. you want to no no you nope, can serenade their ears with the with the, okay so unpaid or underrated we're gonna go with wooden squat racks Wooden squat racks are very underrated, very underrated. So I've got one of the best squat racks out there. Uh, my dad, my dad made it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a work of art. It's, it's amazing. I've got it in my basement and uh, it's, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. It's so, he actually, he actually learned, he does woodwork and he learned a new, joint technique in order to build that uh, some kind of joint that they used back in the day in old barns or whatever but obviously he built the log cabin he's very he's very talented with uh with all that kind of stuff so it's uh it's a pretty sweet deal it's it's functional it's going to hold anything that i can that i can lift and it's something that my that my dad made for me so so pretty pretty awesome now was that a uh a, a, was that a covid necessity thing or was that just like a, he is a woodworker and he just was like oh nate's into you know he's literally does this for a profession it's his hobby his passion i'm gonna build him something that he can give it to his kids or something like what tell me that story no so um actually i've when I worked in the weight room, you know, I always worked out where I worked. So never needed anything at home. Um, when right as COVID hit, we, we actually went on a trip, my wife and I, um, and left the country, went to the British Virgin Islands. And when we, we were gone, when COVID started, like we were the last flight out getting back. And I had set up this small weight room um, for my mom when she was training in my, in my basement. Right. Otherwise I'd never had a weight room, um, at home. And so my dad actually ended up building a wood squat rack for my mom when she started training. And I saw that and I'm like, gosh, that's really cool. 
So then when I left strength and conditioning, I was at home and I just had these squat stands that I had set up for my mom. And I'm like, you know what? I'd really love to have a wood squat rack. So um, then I, and then I asked him, Hey, can you build one that's, uh, you know, beefier than what, than what you built for my mom? But uh, you know, and so it was, I, I never needed it until I left the strength and conditioning realm. And then I, I asked him to do it, do it for me. So I'd have that. And so I had something more than squat stands and yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. That's amazing. I think my favorite part might be that, that assuming he's your mom's age ish that he would have been in his like mid to late seventies when he did that for you too. So like, that's just cool that, uh, yeah. you know, you were still able to get something like, you know, you're able to have something that, you know, how you God willing you have, him, you know, he's in your life for another 20 years, but if not, you're gonna have that yep. squat rack for the rest of your life potentially. Oh yeah. It's, cool. it's, yeah, it's incredible. He made me, he actually made me, um, a, a wood deadlift jack as well. So it's not like your, your typical power lifting where it's lifting everything up, but it lifts one end mm-hmm. up. And that's actually, yeah. I gave, um, gave one of those to the Massonomics gym to oh, one yeah. of the other sister podcasts in, in his sack. So, um, <laughs> and got that there. I know it's not real functional there, but I think it's, yeah, it's a little, little, uh, piece a story. Of piece yeah. of art. My, yeah. my first deadlift jack was a half jack. Yeah. Right. Like I, when you got limited space and stuff like that. Yeah. That's absolutely the way to go. It's just one of those kind of get, get the most of the weights off and then you can handle the one last plate. Yeah. I, I, I like, I like wood anyway. So, hey. Yeah. Budding. Yeah. <laughs> right. Big Nate. My second one here for you of unpaid or underrated. I'm going to go with volleyball volleyball yeah but maybe specifically girls high school volleyball no (laughs) Um, something you've had to watch a lot of recently whoa 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 yeah what are you setting him up here for no no he he, no 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 he he had to cancel (laughs) he had to cancel last episode because his daughter's was in like a high school tournament that's fantastic yeah, so my my daughter is a senior, and she just finished up her high school volleyball career, and well, yeah, her volleyball career. So, um, gosh, can't ride the line. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, I, I'm going to say it is underrated. I say it's underrated. Um, I don't want to sound like a creep because I'm underrating. Uh, uh, high school it can, volleyball. I, I, it could literally be volleyball. I, I was the, the creepy old guy. It, it's I volleyball as, as a whole. Jesus. At, as, a strength as a strength and conditioning coach, I worked with the volleyball team there as well. And it was one of my favorite sports to train because it's such an explosive mm-hmm. sport. You're training. I mean, they're, they're really, really good athletes. They're, uh, you know, my daughter, unfortunately, is got my height. So <laughs> she's, uh, she's pretty short. So she was a, She's a libero and, uh, but she's, she had probably had the highest vertical on the team, but she's only five, two. So, um, she's going to play back row, but the athletes are, they're, they're very explosive. They're really good athletes. So I always enjoyed training for that, uh, as well when I was a, when I was a strength coach, cause you're, you're doing, you know, strength and power work. It's, it's a lot of fun. So, so underrated. Nice. Yeah. I figured you've had to watch a lot of that the last few years. So you'd have pretty a strong yeah. opinion. Uh, and it's it's really growing in popularity. the The college game is really growing in popularity this year with uh, Nebraska and and everything. It's it's growing like crazy. They actually drew more fans than their football team did. So, um, so that oh, yeah. it's, it's growing, but it's still underrated. 
Does that does her is 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 men's volleyball like that popular? Like I know my dad played volleyball in high school, I think, but like it's not a common thing for there to be like men's volleyball like like sanctioned teams and as opposed to like club stuff. Yeah, so we don't we don't have it here. I think I I believe Minnesota just passed it as a high school sport this year, and they're going to play in the spring, so they're going to play oh, cool. opposite the 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 girls and um i know on like california they had i remember being at a strength coach conference and like ucla had men's volleyball and i always heard i've never really been to the east coast but i always heard it was kind of popular out there but but in the midwest here you don't really you don't hear of it other than just this year i think minnesota for the first year is smart to run it in the as a spring sport rather than a a fall or winter because you're going to get you know Basically, as long as you're not playing baseball or turning track, you can, you know, at least get the opportunity to go out for that. But yep. all right. Yep. So my third and final for you, it's going to probably hit pretty home to you. Might be some funny stories with it. Uh, let's go with getting a senior discount. <laughs> the senior discount. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I've got the beard. Um, uh, so at uh, SDSU, our homecoming is Hobo Day, and um, one of the traditions is for the month before you don't shave. So I always got into you grow the beard for a month, and my wife doesn't love it because she <laughs> says it makes me look a lot older, and I'm I'm pretty gray. I started I found my first gray hair when I was 18. So, um, and <clears throat> but I'm I am growing it growing it out. I've typically kept it at least through new years i was thinking i'd love to grow it out longer but we'll see and it do, it definitely does make me look older and yeah just recently went to a a pizza ranch pizza ranch and i believe that's been talked oh, about as uh-huh. a midwest staple oh, yeah. in on the on the sister podcast and went there and the guy just automatically plugged it in as a senior discount didn't <laughs> ask me or whatever and i'm like well, i saved three bucks he didn't even ask it wasn't even a question so um i'm on i'm on the flip side i remember being in my early early 30s or, or maybe even or maybe still in my 20s and and uh walking into a, a bar restaurant and uh they carted my wife and my sister-in-law and then i walked up and they they weren't gonna card <laughs> me i'm like uh you're not gonna card me too and he's like i've never seen anybody dye their hair gray in order to, <laughs> to not get carded so i got that side now i'm getting the senior discount early so <laughs> hey save, save me three bucks I'm going to, I'm going to take it. So, and then it just makes my lifting that much more impressive. If you assume that I'm older than, than I am too. Yeah. You're like that master's like five, whatever, you know, yeah. that's just five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So I guess did I, I need... uh, go ahead. Yeah. So did I, I don't know if I gave you a rating on you that. Did not. So oh, yeah. Okay. I moved on to, sorry. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to mess things up. I, uh, so that's hey, it saved me three bucks. It's uh, it's underrated. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm on a theme here, theme here. Right? Underrated. All right, I guess that leaves the last three to me. I only know why one of these are on here. The one that you <laughs> put on there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the so unpaid or underrated Olympic weightlifting. Unpaid or underrated Olympic Olympic weightlifting. So, um, as I said, I 
I uh, almost got into powerlifting um, when I was a uh, when I was early on in my early twenties and then ended up getting into Olympic weightlifting, I've done multiple meets there. I've enjoyed it. I'm, I'm training for one. I've actually got one on the 16th, um, there. Um, but there's, there's a lot of, uh, kind of, kind of BS and politics stuff going on with the, with weightlifting, just like there seems to be with the, uh, the other uh the powerlifting organizations and everything so I, I don't really love that um but gosh i i don't know i'm sounding like a broken record but i'm i, I think i gotta go underrated I, I i love it i enjoy it it's um you know I, I love i love snatching um it's a lot of fun love i feel somewhat athletic and it's it's, it's fun to continue to do that i mean who doesn't love snatch right <laughs> yeah i was that's right up keith sally no are there a hundred different like weightlifting federations is there is powerlifting or is there just like one or two uh th- there's usa weightlifting and then there's international i don't think there was a I, i've tried to stay out of all of that but i think there was one there was a big hullabaloo about there, there was like a master's organization that started and then then USA weightlifting did a big thing to to get them back I I don't know I just I just want to I'm a member I want to I want to be able to go and do a meet and so last year I did a master's only meet and that was I mean that was a ton of fun and um were you, you able know, to use your senior discount <laughs> good call back. all right I'll, I'll quit uh, interrupting Joey's yes. segment. All right, it's still it's our segment. Well, you're 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 fifty percent of it. All right, so I guess I got two left here. Uh, I got to see which one's going to get the most interesting reaction. Um, So unpaid or underrated mastication? Uh, Mastication is that like the chewing with your mouth open? Chewing. Oh. I thought it, I thought we were talking about like the uh, you know having the second stomach and all that. Okay, no, I, yeah, it it, it, uh, it just oh. means chewing and and but I thought yes. I would just make it a funny word because it sounds like yeah. masturbation. Get it, guys? Uh, Not enough dick jokes for one podcast. I, I, I saw the mastication. What the fuck is that like? A <laughs> okay, is that like does that say mastectomy? <laughs> like I don't know what that means. <laughs> Like that's uh yeah i'm a little slow over here so if you if you haven't figured that it's out multi-syllabic so, uh, words i'm sorry that is uh very very unpaid oh i that is the that's the biggest thing i i can i can't do it even the 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 commercials that they have where where somebody's chewing i just i can't i can't hear chewing i can't oh it just it's fingernails on a chalkboard for me i just absolutely cannot cannot do it it's i don't, I don't know what it is it's always it's that's uh that's i was always i remember my my dad always chew with your mouth closed we don't want to see your food we don't want to hear you smacking that's just it's ingrained in me i just can't do it it's one of the ones that um i've been able to bury because i have kids and mm-hmm. Like in the uh, like, you expect adults to fuck figure it out, dude. Like, close your mouth, breathe, breathe, calm down. 
and chew your food. And then you get like a three-year-old that just can't do any of that. And like, you want to get mad, but you're like, you're three. There's nothing I can do. That's one of the ones I've been able to bury. Um, but, um, and, and, and that's a thing, but if to me, it's like, yeah, if you're an adult and you're still like, but I guess if you were never told, then why would you, nobody you know, was never told, like, nobody was um, never told. They just choose not to listen. It's a, and, um, it's the same with people that are randomly loud for no reason. Um, my, my son now, his new thing is to randomly yell. Yeah. And it's so triggering to me. I don't understand. It's probably because I'm autistic, but like, there's like just times where it's just like, he does it and I just shake and I'm like, Oh my God. Like there's been times I think, um, my wife and I were at uh, a brewery and there was a table across from us that just kept wooing. They would just Ooh. out of nowhere at the top of their lungs, yell Woo-hoo! in this, like in this like warehouse setting. And I actually was like I had my drink in my hand and they did it. And I swear to fucking God, I shattered the glass <laughs> because they triggered me so quickly. It just set off whatever goes in my brain. I shattered the glass and I looked at her and she's like, we have to go now. And I was like, I think we do. And it's just like chewing used to do that for me. And it is one of those things where okay. I just wanted to say, like, I recognize that like, Oh, it's just like, if you don't stop right now, I'm going to take that gum out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you, when you're, when your son yells, do you ever, do you just yell buddy? Um, <laughs> he yells. Yeah, I should yeah, actually. Yeah, thank you. I should. Cause sometimes <laughs> that'll, that'll be your, <laughs> um, sometimes I just say stop and just, but I think I'm going to start just going. Yeah, buddy. Say, yeah, buddy. <laughs> so, so the brewery, the EBC, from the BBC, the eponymous brewing company. I love it. It's a nice, quiet place. We're, we're a college town. So a lot of bars, you know, you just the college scene. I don't want to. So this is a, this is a brewery. That, and so it's pretty quiet and all that. And, and so I love going there, but Wednesday nights, they do bingo night. And it's just, I, I will not, I refuse to go there for that very same reason. It's just over the top. Like, no, that's nope. And, and that's just cause I'm old, but but it's yeah. I'm like I want to go there. I want to be able to hear. I want to be able to talk, have a conversation, have a have a beer, and not have somebody yelling over the top or yeah. Whatever. I I, yeah. I I saw in the notes that you also don't like crowds, so you yes, and I are always going to agree there. Yep. And it, yep. it's it's one of those like <clears throat> the gr- the green and grit the brewery we go to. They are very particular that they welcome children and they welcome pets. So when I go there, mm-hmm. I expect to hear babies children and dogs but when i go to a brewery that is marketed towards adults and i have to hear people wooing at the top of their lungs (laughs) yeah like that's the expectation where you look at them and go like you you're legal drinking age can you shut the fuck up like can you just (laughs) stop and act like an adult for a minute Act then, like you've been been there before. And then when they <laughs> see that it's bothering people, they do it even more. And it's like, yeah. at that point, you should be cut off. Like, if I was your bartender, I'd cut you off and kick you out. Like, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of people that don't know when to quit, unpaid or underrated, Liver King. <laughs> uh, 
Unpaid. Unpaid. Uh-huh. I, uh, yeah, that's why, funny because I was. Why is this on actually, there? <laughs> I kind of, I don't, I, I know I put something on Instagram. I was, yeah, it's funny. I, I was talking it, to, I saw it on Instagram, a very my, like fuck liver king kind of post a while well, ago. Well, I was, it, it was just funny because I heard, you know, it was like all that shock about, uh, about uh that he oh he wasn't natural or, or whatever i was like really you really okay. thought like i and i it, it's funny because i had that reaction i think i posted that and then for the next three days that's literally what i heard of everybody like doing the same thing like really you're surprised and <laughs> yeah i was like oh come on yeah i think so. people that aren't like in the fitness community as we are and like follow it like just don't really know like it was it was yeah. it was probably five years ago now because we're fucking old but like when uh thor may have been more than that he still get he was doing a game of thrones interview and he mentioned that he does steroids and someone was like oh my god a world's strongest man is like an, a, an official sport and he does steroids that can't be allowed clearly everyone in fucking world's strongest man is juiced out of their fucking brains and they just they just tried to run with it and i was like well yeah no shit you think brian shaw's natty no <laughs> <laughs> well, steroids has this this idea, and I blame actually baseball and wrestling, to be honest with you, is that like it's it's so bad, it's negative, it's the worst, it's illegal, it's all of these things. And like I get that like if you're using it and not telling anybody, yeah, I can see that, okay? Uh steroids in wrestling is irrelevant because wrestling is not a yep. real like they're real athletes yep. everything they do is real it hurts i actually encourage them to do steroids <laughs> because <laughs> what you're doing sucks dude yeah thank you for doing it but like in baseball if you're doing it not telling anybody and your teammates aren't doing it and you're suddenly beating them and getting paid more that i can see as the problem for but sure. if you're looking at these bodybuilders and these strength athletes and you're like shocked that they're doing steroids you mm-hmm. might be stupid <laughs> if you're looking at Liver King and thinking, wow, he's eating testicles and looks that way, yeah, that's real, you're still stupid. That's actually one of the only times I have – he's actually one of the reasons I hate influencers as much as I do is because when I was coming into the weightlifting realm and my following started growing and I started getting involved in the community and stuff like that, I kept seeing him. And I'd be like, are you, like, are you kidding me? that you think this dude is what he says he is like, there's no way he is shredded as a comic book Wolverine naturally. Like it just doesn't exist. So I agree with your assessment there. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I just, I, I can't take it that all the, the fake, and there was, you know, some of that in the strength and conditioning world, there's guys that are just overhyped and over it, it, I'm not saying using steroids, but just the, just the, the fake, influence uh, i yep. don't know I, I started following the influencers in the wild i love that that was uh oh that i brought that one up last week i yeah, think you brought that up uh, oh, i think oh, it was a couple, I I was a couple weeks ago yeah as i started following that. i think you did bring it up last week too but it's it so fun yeah. and yeah that's oh i just there's so much of that just fake be uh i just can't take it well I, it just you can spot a grifter i'm in yeah. sales yeah I'm in yep. sales and I pride myself on not doing that. So I can literally spot a grifter from a mile away. But, but there's so many people that, that can't, that, that don't. And and people that just love the, the hype BS, you know, just people that are selling, selling BS. And they're like, no, this guy's great. It's like, 
No, how do you not see it? Yeah, and they'll get mad at you for pointing it out. I see it. I see it in my industry all the time. Somebody will come to me and they'll go, "This guy says he can get me this deal," and I'll look right at him and go, "No, they can't." And <laughs> and and I'm happy they said they can. Um, but like I've been in this industry for ten years, you aren't eligible for that. You won't get that. And they'll go, oh, "Yeah, watch." And then they'll come back and go, "Yeah, they couldn't get that." And I just go, "I know." I know. I, I know. I've been watching this forever. But but you're the mean one because you told them the truth. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I, I, but yeah. Again, I, I you maintain I will be honest and have a longer term career than being dishonest and having a short term career. Yeah. You might that's... make more in the short term, but I'll make more in the long term by doing what I do, right? Yeah. So well, and you're 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 doing it right. That's that's me. I mean, be honest, be real. I'm, uh, you know, now I'm in the sales industry, but yep. too, but but I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm going to I'm going to be real. I'm going to under promise and over deliver, and it's just I'm going to be real. I'm not going to blow smoke at you. So, all right, Keith, can you hit us with an ad? Yeah, I was just I was I was writing a segue in there while we guys were talking about deals and all that. So to uh, save on ten percent on your barbell rescue, uh, that is the barbell brush. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably already heard Tanner talk about the one that he bought, uh, and he actually used our code. So really appreciate that code unpaid. So quick little ditty from them. We got typed up here. Uh, Kim finally got me the uh, an ad read for us to use. So here it goes. At Barbell Rescue, their mission is to revolutionize barbell maintenance by providing gym owners and fitness enthusiasts with a superior cleaning solution. Their innovative 360-degree nylon cleaning brush is designed to enhance the longevity and performance of barbells. Their Their commitment is to ensure every barbell is in peak condition, promoting a safe, hygienic, and effective training experience. So go ahead and do us a favor and use code UNPAID to save 10% at barbellrescue.com and get your Barbell Rescue brush. And they actually just hit uh, some merch this week as well, I believe. So there's a t-shirt and a hoodie available if you want to support a, a good American company, uh, American-made product. For, uh, well, um, uh, not necessarily American-made, but it's an American company. Uh, you know, it is an imported product because it's American-designed. American. There you go. So, uh, But uh, Kim <laughs> is a good guy, so... You know, I we did get another little uh, couple bucks in the thing. I don't know if this will ever turn into money for us because I I don't even know what the minimum payout is. But I think I've got like ten dollars in the queue. But I think it's a fifty dollar minimum. So unless we sell a whole bunch more of these, you know, we'll, there won't be any sticker funds just yet. So keep on using it, guys. Uh, and I just want to say, I think you passed unpaid and underrated, Nate. Sweet, appreciate yeah. it. So we will That's air this on the Instagram bio. Sweet. Yeah, what, what some of you haven't noticed is that was my third trip to the washroom. So we mentioned earlier <laughs> about my limiting alcohol. Uh, when you go from um, drinking a lot to not drinking a lot, but maintaining your regular hydration rate, your body gets fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like I'm going to have to start packing a catheter, which is Keith's mm. favorite thing for these. Oh, shush it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hey, it, it, when you get to be my age, it doesn't matter. You're just, uh, it, it doesn't matter drinking, not drinking. It's uh, its a lot of trips to the bathroom. Do you want to disclose your age uh, or do you want to be ambiguous about it? Because I'm curious. I I'll Clearly, I don't think you were as old as uh, Scans because I think we talked about that in the Discord. I am I am the poor man Scans. I'm not quite as old. I'm not, <laughs> not quite as strong. I'm not quite as, uh, <laughs> yes. as, as, as good which? looking. Scans adjacent. <laughs> 
I'm scance, scance adjacent. That's it. I'm, I'm 15 degrees off of cool. But I think with the conversion rate, U.S. to Canadian, I actually have him beat. So um, I I will be at the uh, Lift Hard, Live Easy uh, 2 um, part due. I will be 50 okay. at, the, at, the, yeah. at that event. So, I was going to say, like, interestingly, like I was going to say right now, there's no way you're over 50. Yeah. 49. So that was I'm fine. When you, I, I really think it is your beard too, because your head, you know, oh, your yeah. beard is com- for people not, I mean, you, you know, Mo or you, yeah, Nate, uh, his beard is completely white. Like it's a Santa beard. I mean, maybe your mustache is a little bit of uh, not white in it, but your head, your, your, your head hair is yeah. a little more gray and a little, I don't know, what's that burden? There's, there's a little bit of black yeah. in there ish. But uh, man, yeah. yeah, your, but your beard is completely white. But when I met you, when we all met you at the lift, you know, in July, I, you know, you were pretty clean shave or maybe had some scruff mm-hmm. or something. So like, yeah, your beard, your, I do agree with your wife. Your beard puts 15 years on your face like, <laughs> oh, immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. It, it definitely does. I actually, I wore a goatee for, oh man, 10, 12 years, but that's why I shaved it. I actually, um, so I had the goatee and it went, it went gray or white right here. So I actually had a, a football coach was walking up to me the one time and he started laughing. He's like, Oh my gosh. And he thought I had a Fu Manchu <laughs> because the white, he couldn't see it. He was uh, like laughing. It was so, it was just so white here. And so it's like, yeah, I've, I definitely look younger um, when I'm, when I've shaved it. So we'll see how long it lasts. Jen, uh, Big Jen's been telling me to keep it. So we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see how, how long it lasts. Big, big friend of the podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, well, Nate, we are at that time. What do you got for us, bud? You got a game? You got some questions? You just want to pick on us? Whatever you got, buddy. We're, we're, right. we're down for whatever. Well, let's, let's do all of the above. No, I, I don't have a game. But first, I would, for all of all of the loyal listeners, I would like to acknowledge just how dangerous this is. Every week, these guys turn over their microphone to the guest and, you know, risk their, their, their audience, you know, it, it, their whole podcast, their whole um, empire right here. And, you know, with depending on how it goes, it could, it could lose them tens and tens of followers. So, <laughs> and we can't afford that. Uh, yeah. We can't afford that. So <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to use my brothers and, uh, and maybe push for a brand new segment. So I personally, I am going to rate the unpaid and underrated, underrated podcast from last which just came out yesterday, actually. So I actually loved the episode uh, with Big David. I don't know which one it was, but I mean, he's a I think an aerospace <laughs> engineer. So yeah. he clearly is way smarter than 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 I am. He would have figured out how to get his headphones synced up to his computer, and he would have been able to figure out the <laughs> his his screen. So um, it was a little bit too much uh, shoe and foot talk for me. I was kind of disappointed there, but. Then then, I mean, when we got the George Jones and David Allen Coe references at the end, it came in strong at the end. So I'm going to give it uh, five shots at Jaeger. <laughs> so, uh, Jaeger. There we go. Jaeger. Hopefully we can we can start a new segment rating the last week's episode with, like the, the... with this week's guest. Yeah, the, the next offshoot podcast can do that to us. Oh, there we go. There we go. The, the, Good luck. The offshoot of the offshoot. There we go. <laughs> God. So yeah, I've got I've got some questions. Not really a game. I think uh, maybe maybe a serious 
maybe a serious, maybe a silly, maybe strength or psychology somewhere in there, kind of following the S theme. So um, let's go, let's go serious. Um, let's see which one. What is something, what's something unusual or unique about you? So you brought up that I, that I was born in a log cabin and um, I know I'm not quite that old. So, but living in a log cabin when you're younger is a little unusual for somebody alive today. So um, something unusual or unique about you that uh, maybe the crew, crew would not know. So, uh, you know, obviously not anything that you don't want to share, but something off the wall that might not be that we wouldn't necessarily know. I feel like I've overshared so much on this podcast that I don't know <laughs> what I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on like, on like shit that I haven't shared. It's, it's yeah, such to a me, big, it's one like, of those, like if I haven't shared it, it's on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, okay. That's good. I've got, I've got backups then. Um, something you love as an adult uh, that you never thought you would have as a kid. Jagger. <laughs> Actually, uh, no um, fitness in general. I think I've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, you know, the I had a ter- terrible, terrible relationship with fitness, gym teachers, everything. And it was and it wasn't until like 34 or 35. I even I shared it in an Instagram post last week where Steve I started going to the gym and I brought Steve into my gym as a guest. I said, Do you know what a deadlift is? He's like, Yes, I can show you. And it was like the first time I'd ever touched a barbell with intent. And look at me now, internationally placed athlete. <laughs> that was such a good meme. Oh, that I, fucking meme was. <laughs> I, but I mean, I'm not wrong. Like, it's just one of those but, I, in middle school and high school. I hated the idea of fitness because I hated the gym teachers. I hated yeah. all of it because it was never it was never that it was it was just bullies and and the gym teacher was a bully for some reason on the side of the bullies it was just never good so it just turned me off all of it and so that i love that because you've talked about that before and you can hear the passion in your voice so the fact that that you've come to this having had that experience i had a much different experience uh you know uh, when i was younger there but i got into lifting at like 14 and it completely changed my life and and I've actually I've, I've loved it and so to see you find that and see that passion in you is is awesome the fact that it would have been so easy like I don't know I'm never doing any of that and you would have just you know swore that off and how it can have such an effect on your life as you age like you talked about like I want to be able to I want to be able to get off the toilet when I'm 60 you know and like yeah so that's that's really cool I'm going to say for me, it's like just all these different groups of like clicks of friendships that I have uh, amassed over the last couple of years between the the powerlifting community, the home gym enthusiast community, vintage weights community, massonomics community. And they're all completely different groups. Like there's a, there's a little bit of carryover, like some of the guys, like some of the shit. But like, I mean, I've got like it's a pretty decent amount of like not carryover like the 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 masses you know if you will like have no interest in the others like you know people that like to just work out don't give a fuck about home gyms or people that like home gyms might not give a fuck about vintage weightlifting equipment and i've been able to like go and do stuff with these people in person like i've always not I've never been antisocial. it's just like once i got out of high school oh 
Well, speaking hey. of. Speaking of little sister. Somebody's coming in. I heard Big Mo was here tonight, so just wanted to pop in and say hi. I saw behind the scenes footage. Big Jake must have been there earlier, so I'm yeah. happy, happy <laughs> yeah. to see there was a little surprise crew uh, showing up there. Little, little crew meetup. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. I I won't disrupt this anymore. I'll see a couple we'll see of you guys in a couple days. days. Better get something yeah. planned for Friday night. Better All right. Set in stone. We'll see it. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Tanner. See ya. All right, well, we'll th- there'll be more, more updates to come. Yeah, see you, big guys. We'll, uh, later, man. See ya. Uh, where was wow. I? Just yeah, just three cool. right off there. That was awesome. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> right, and you know, so let's go ahead and we, we have this game we like to play. Uh, no, just like you know, in general, like I once I got out of high school and like those couple years after high school, like uh, you know, before I moved up here. Like, I just, I didn't make friends for like a fucking decade. Like, I just, I, once I basically I moved from West Virginia to New York to be with my wife and got married and all that. And I just never really got found like a group of people, uh, not until I got into the gym and powerlifting. And then, you know, just that having that, having a 10 year gap of like really just kind of being a loner and then now having like fucking 50 people I could call if I needed something. Like, it's pretty cool. So that's that, those circles of friends. Yeah. That that's awesome because in athletics, I, you know, I was always around people and everything. It was great, and, and you, you know, but you're not you're not friends with the athletes. And as coaches, you're so you're so busy. I mean, I've got friends there, but you're just like there's no life. So this this whole community, like just like you're talking about, it's been it's been awesome to to be a part of it. So that's that's really cool. I I mentioned it a bit before, like being a bit of a socialite, and you know. Um, being in charity work and all that kind of stuff, you're still alone in the crowd all the time, right? Nobody, everybody sees you, but nobody sees you. And, you know, to to suddenly here we are 200 people a week are listening to the bullshit that I spew into this microphone (laughs) and, and react to it. And you are making memes about me and (laughs) like, like it's just, yeah, that's a completely different perspective. So that's a good call on that one, Keith. Good deal. Good and, deal. And Tanner's jumping on our podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My part B to that would just be podcasting. Like fucking podcasting is amazing. I love being <laughs> on podcast. Like it's so much work and it's such a pain in the ass. But like I always like I think we, we we literally say it every week. Like I was fucking dreading this all day long. I got fucking two hours, literally two or yep. three hours of sleep at work fucking ten hour day. I'm so fucked up on <laughs> cough syrup right now. Yeah, Joey's like... Joe, I, I, Joey's always got me nervous that he's gonna like just like tell me that a minute before podcast and he can't do it and then i gotta like, do it to get it so go. fucked I'm like, up on, pot, on cough syrup on day cold and nyquil and i'm still here obviously and having a fun episode. Oh, yeah. oh you need to have you ever seen dennis leary um no cure for cancer yes before oh the, the nyquil <laughs> actually <laughs> fun story i took nyquil for the first time in my life last night oh, um nyquil fucking gives me bad dreams so uh yeah. everything actually quitting alcohol gives you bad dreams but um so i've never done that cool before because i'm always just afraid i'm going to sleep through something important mm-hmm. but i'm sick my son is sick my wife is sick and my daughter is sick so i'm like fuck it i'm doing the nyquil whatever happens happens me and my son because he came in he came and slept with me in the bedroom we slept all night but i i guess at like 7 30 or so he woke up he said dad dad 
can I have some water? And I vaguely remember going, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I got up and got him some water and I said, you know what? It's a good time for you to go sit on the potty and get some peas out. And he fought me a little bit. And then I went back to sleep. And then I guess like an hour later, I was just, I woke up and I was having my coffee. <laughs> Morgan goes to the fridge and she goes, why is there an empty glass in the fridge? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. She's like, no, literally there's a, just an empty glass. And she hands it to me. And I went, was the water pitcher on the counter? She's like, yeah, first time I've taken NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it, so tonight I even told my boss, I was like, yeah, the conference call tomorrow. I'm probably not going to be on it. I'm taking NyQuil again tonight to get over yeah. whatever. Cause I have a meet in three days. I can't you gotta meet be fucking days. sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Well, keeping that, keeping that in mind that you got early. You got to meet, and uh, Big Keith's got a got a flight. Let's keep it rolling. Let's um, so um, psychology. Not really starting with an S, but uh, we'll we'll go with it. Um, sounds like it. What's your number? So we we talked about um, when I was working with the athletes, kind of you know pregame. What's your what's your when you're getting getting hyped up for the for the event? Not not necessarily in the weight room for them, but for the competition. Um, kind of a one through ten, and everybody kind of personalities are a little different. Um, so so what's your number? You got the you know you got the over the top yeller screamer whatever. So for you guys for your meet, Big Joey on 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 Saturday, like. Are are you that ten that I'm ranting and raving and I'm I'm hooting and hollering? Are you that that uh, five that's just sitting there calm and and going there? Where where's your ideal where you're going to perform the best? You're you're hyped up, you're ready to go, but you're not you're not out of control or over the top. Uh, if I have to go from past events, I'm I'm a four or a five. Um, in fact, Steve was my handler at my last meet, and he's going to be. I'm going to, we're going to handle each other at this next one. And he specifically said, you're too lazy on your warmups. You're not taking it serious enough during your warmup sets. Interestingly, it turns out fine. I don't need a ton of warmup. Um, but like my main panic is that I'm not going to get warmups. So, and that's what he was like. You got to relax, dude. Like people are going to let you in. It's fine. So. I'm definitely not a screamer. I think um, at my last meet, actually, Robin, Power Daddy, uh, he's one of the handlers at the gym that I'm doing my meet at, uh, on the live stream, commented several times about how calmly I put down the weights during my deadlifts. Because everybody else just slams them down or drops them. And I was like, no, man, respect the respect the bar, respect the platform, and respect the gym. You put them down nicely, and then you look at your lights. So, yeah, I'm easily a three or a four. Like, I also, even though I don't have height music, and I don't know if you've ever watched my deadlifts, I meditate before every deadlift. Mm -hmm. I stare into space, and I breathe deep, and then mm -hmm. I lift. I don't yeah. have, like, a slap my back, scream, stare at my hands like Keith does, and do the, mm -hmm. the twirly hands things. I don't do those things. I literally just stand there fingers. With, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, stand there with my hands down yeah. and I stare at the sky. Morgan jokes that I'm worshiping the old gods for a second, but like, no, I just like, 
calm and then you mm-hmm. lift and then you put it down and you check your lights. So yeah, I'm definitely like a three or four, maybe a, f- maybe a five. If somebody was like yelling in my face, hyping me up, I'd match that, but I don't need that. Yeah. How about you, Big Keith? Oh, because I got I got like three different iterations of that, I guess. So like in a meet specifically, I don't know, warming up, I'm like a seven and a half on the platform, like an eight maybe. Um, and then in my, in my personal gym, if I'm alone, uh, it's in personal gym, I'm probably less than the meat. But well, it depends because sometimes I might get a little more amped up. It all depends. If I have like fucking 15 people over and I'm going for a PR, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my fucking a lot of me like uh, how loud my stereo is. A lot of times is indicative of how heavy of uh, how important that lift is to me. Uh, and I can only really do if, if the wife's home, I try not to crank it too loud. But if I know she's not there, <laughs> I'll fucking turn the bass to 10 and I'll fucking turn because I can I, I can turn the uh the, the tablet volume like all the way up mm-hmm. and the stereo all the way up and it's just like it's obnoxious loud but only keep it there for like you know less than a minute uh but that's like i use i use the the turning my music up is like my biggest kind of like when i'm at the house like now i know it's game time it's like i'm like stallone turning my hat backwards when the fucking music goes up <laughs> but i'm uh i don't know i'm uh, really when i'm in a public gym is probably when i'm a, I'm, a, I'm like a six in a public a five to a six in a public gym because no one wants to be the asshole in the public gym just making us uh yeah seven or eight at home and seven and a half to eight and a half in the meat maybe yeah so i would probably be i would say mine's a, a five six i go like uh more more like joey i would say like i i go i call it going internal or going dark and i i, I internally focus and i don't yeah. do a lot of yelling or whatever and kind of go through the process do it i know that first meet that i did um, you know, one of the other, other, other guys, the other podcast host that lives in crew falls was down there. And he, he said something after the facts, he's like, it's nice to see somebody that knows what they're doing. Just go up and do it. And I was like, that was my first meet, but obviously <laughs> I've done the, done the Olympic meets, but I just went on and I made sure I was do, following the rules. So I got it right. And I just like, there's not a lot of hype or, or like you say, dropping the bar or, or anything like that. Um, but in, I've, I've noticed like in my videos in my, my home gym, like I get a good weight, I'll say like, let's go or so, you know, just something like that at the end or whatever. But, uh, cool story. The, the last Olympic meet I did a year and a year ago, there was a guy there that was, oh, it was 74 plus. So I think he was actually in his eighties. He did his first Olympic meet in 1966. Jesus. And he was at the chalk bucket going to the going to the deal and he's just like walking up, and he's chalking up his hands. He's going, What's gold, man? And I looked around, I thought he was talking to me. And then um but, <laughs> no, it was it was really cool because it was just he was hyped up, even though he was, you know, 75, 80 years old, but he was mm. he was competing and he, he had that intensity, but it wasn't that yelling, screaming, whatever. And I, I think that's the big thing. Just find out what's what's your number. That's what we always talk to our athletes about, because some athletes are over the top yelling, screaming, and others are just sitting there and finding what works, what works. And, for you. and everything has a place, right? When when me and Steve were at, in my basement gym doing the Denny's, right? And we just kind of were pushing each other on those. I let out a full on scream. I'd never ever denied, I think it was like 200 and something pounds each hand. And I let out a Capicelic like, fuck yeah, because like I've never done that before. But at a meet, I think it's, I'm just so otherwise focused that, yeah, interesting. 
that's a fun well, and I think it's it's different after you've completed it. That's that's there's there's a difference there too. I kind of think really that that number beforehand, the hype and uh, big Keith, your your actual like deadlift setup, but you know there's stuff there's psychology about making yourself. Oh yeah, I, I can't I can't I can't not do that. Like I absolutely I would have a panic attack if I didn't do. But there's actually. Yeah, there's actual psychology of making yourself bigger, and that actually helps you too. So yeah. the way you do that, like you're making yourself bigger before. So it's actually, yeah, I you know I I like it. So all right, um, that's that's enough serious talk. Let's get let's get silly. Let's get silly. <laughs> so um, oh good, <laughs> big uh, big Joey. Yeah, um, our mashed our mashed potatoes just Irish guacamole. Please elaborate. That's not spicy enough. Grayson, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have lunch with the Grayson Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, kinda, right? Like, all right. So I make my when I make mashed potatoes, I make them very differently than anybody else in my family, right? Like my mom makes like whipped mashed potatoes, like she gets the whipper out and she's their cream and all that. Uh, that sounds. Amazing. Yeah, not me. I leave the skin on. I just take off the eyes. I throw in some onions and some cheese and some sour cream and some milk. And I make like chonky mashed potatoes because I want the nutrients out of that shit. Um, it's like guacamole to me. Yeah, doesn't it? Like it's Otherwise, it's just whipped uh, avocado and lime juice. I'm just using whipped potatoes and milk. <laughs> the onions could be the... I add cayenne to my guacamole when I make guacamole. Okay. Because you need spice, otherwise it's all just bland trash. Yep. That's really fun. I've never considered that. However, I don't put mashed potatoes on things. Ooh, like guacamole goes point, on yeah. things, right? Like there's no such thing as like well, there is until I decide to do it now. There's no such thing as mashed potatoes tacos. However, <laughs> however, now I mean, that I've brought it up, <laughs> yeah, you could put meatloaf and mashed potatoes in a taco shell and call it whatever you want. I was literally going to say, like, I would, I would definitely like, I have, you know, the fact that you're putting meatloaf on a fork and then getting some mashed potatoes on the fork, like that's that's dipping. That's now, usually, I use my mashed potatoes to pick up my corner peas. Okay. Right. I definitely, I definitely will use oh, meat. Yeah. Mashed, I would definitely use like meat on a fork to, you know, and so, add, some, add some potatoes to it. Yeah, this got me thinking. What's I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my Midwest card for not remembering the name of this of this dish, but the the slice of bread and the mashed potatoes and the gravy and the in the roast beef. Um, that's kind of uh, just a hot sandwich, right? We call that a hot beef sandwich up here. Yeah, what do we What do we call that? Tiger meat bullshit, probably. But uh, that's that's kind of that's guacamole ish. There, putting it on the on top of the meat and as a as a topping. Hmm. Okay. Um. Big Keith. Um. Yeah, is is peanut butter and an ice cream topping? Absolutely. I put so much. Oh, fuck. Did you like research my light? Did you like deep dive a Facebook comment hey. from like 20 years ago? Because absolutely. Just glitched. Hey, you're, you're not. You just you're not glitched deep. a little. He was just like, what the I, uh, <laughs> absolutely. I, so every time I go to my mother in law's for anything, uh, because we don't we don't keep ice cream in the house. Like it was just like, I would fucking eat it. I'm already fucking way obese. I don't need to be more obese, but, uh, so I, you know, I go to my mother-in-law's once a month or something for like a, a family meal. Uh, 
and you know they always have that fucking gallon of vanilla ice cream and she's getting out the chocolate and the sprinkles and stuff and she didn't she knows that i mix like i like to put a couple you know large scoops of peanut butter on it and just mix it all up and kind of make my own little blizzard right there so absolutely there's no world where peanut butter does not belong on ice cream never in my life would have said that out loud yeah that's fantastic it's the Uh best thing in the world you're not the only you're not the only guy sliding into uh other wives DMs. Oh, so, you uh, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. You. Oh, oh, oh. You sneaky bastard. Oh, goddamn. Oh, is it good. is it I like it. That's creamy good. creamy or Oh, crunchy? no, creamy. Chunky. I would fucking I would chunky, fucking yeah. be a bulimic again if I uh, fucking no. Fuck <laughs> crunchy peanut butter makes me want to puke at even thinking about it. So yeah, to, yeah. no, crunchy peanut butter is the dis- most disgusting, despicable. Dis- it's not peanut butter. Fuck off. Creamy peanut butter, creamy jiff peanut butter is the only I fully disagree. I prefer crunchy peanut butter. I'm I'm smooth and creamy. I can't do the crunchy. You also, I I also I need my my mashed. The only good mashed potato is a creamy mashed potato. See, so yeah, that's that's, I, that's yeah. I can see why you said that when I made the face yeah. or you made the face yeah. earlier when I was. Yeah, I don't even good. use a whipper. I just use a stomper, right? Like stomper yeah. is that what they call yeah. those? <laughs> it's not a stomper. Masher, masher, masher. masher, masher. masher yep. Yep. They're yep. not stomp potatoes. I step on my potatoes. <laughs> uh, it's funny that you brought the brought slide into the wife's DM because there's one thing we forgot to bring up that I really wanted to bring up towards the end of the mm. podcast, and that was my wife, Nate's wife, and Keith's oh, wife, all simultaneously, <laughs> one after another, choosing. No, I don't want to support the unpaid and underrated podcast. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. Yes. <laughs> and I said it to my wife and I was like, how are you also rude? Like that was all I just said. <laughs> that was great. That was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, did was, have to, I did have to yeah. edit a little bit to get like there was fucking our asshole voyeur listener here literally always responds to my polls like wrong just to be funny and i'm like you fucker i I know that's not how you feel why are you doing that like it makes me like i'm to the point that if he keeps doing it i might like block him from viewing our fucking stories because it's so fucking annoying Uh, i love you uh but god damn it ryan it's so annoying you fucking do that but yeah so he like he was he was at the bottom of it so i had to like crop out his fucking face and just that's fine it's it's just funny to have all three of them in a row in a row yeah yeah yeah. it was perfect i was like I think that's the best ever. Like, like, are you guys they, talking to each other? Like, do we need to know? They colluded. <laughs> they're they're in their own discord. <laughs> that's, that's good, good. stuff. That's anything, good. All right, Nate. Anything else? I've got I've got just a couple things real quick that I that I don't want uh, to keep it under. I moved on. Yep, I moved on to the near beer, about, so I'm solid. All right, we're we're just about done. So awesome. I do I I, I do want to tell Big Joey there is value in checking out the back catalog. I don't think you want to go through everything. I'm not telling you you should, but I like to do research um, just like just like Big Keith does. So I went back to the Jordan Feigenbaum episode on the other podcast, his first appearance in 308. And um, he said, so they're trying to explain to him that everybody's big. They called him Big Jordan. And he's like, oh, I'm big. Everybody's big here. Even as, and he, he starts to get it. He jokingly says, so you mean there are, there are no little Brian's here? <laughs> he was prophetic. There actually was a little Brian. 
So mm. he, he knew two years before that there was going to be there's going to be a Brian. Fucking so Brian. So <laughs> I was like, when, he, when I heard him say that there's no little Brian a year and a half before Brian happened. Stuff. I'm like, that's that's I, I, so there's there is some value in the back catalog. The only other quick thing that I want to bring up um, the, the whipping shitties um, deal with the Midwest. That's not a thing. That that is what I had it called. We had it called was whipping yeah. shitties. Um, but funny story, just real quick. Um, one of my friend's sister, um, she went to go tell on her on her brother to her mom, and she didn't know what they were called. And she said, she said, "Mom, Scott's down in the school parking lot laying hookers." Hell yeah. <laughs> so that, I've never heard that one brought up. No, I don't think it's a big thing, but I, mean, I, I want to put that out there that it's also it also can be called laying hookers. I don't think it should be. That almost makes more <laughs> sense than whipping a shitty because like a like, like a hook, you're making like you're you're hooking a turn. Like <laughs> no, you're that's laying, you're not laying what laying down. a hooker means, well, man. It, like it, I can make a more reference. I I can I can Just I can make, visualize make sure. like the actual like I can visualize yeah. that words making more sense than whipping a shitty. Yeah, yeah, you visualize laying a hooker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I pay a mortgage. I don't pay hookers. So, actually, a fun story. Yeah, a fun story about the the whipping shitties thing, and I think I shared it in the Discord when it happened. Um, my mom lives even more in the country than I did, and um, we were driving the one day, and there were just kids on the side of the road in like this rural, just like fucking highway selling girl guide cookies. And I turned to my wife and I was like, I got cash and I love cookies. Let's go. So I kind of like U-turn and I go back and I pull in the driveway and I buy two boxes of cookies. And then I kind of was just like, okay, I got to get out of here. And this is like rural Canada, like rural Ontario. And the mother goes, oh, you can actually just, uh, like we've got a roundabout driveway. You can just pull in and whip a shitty. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And then I did that. But the only reason I even clued in to what she was saying was because of massonomics. <laughs> and I was just like, that's a natural phrase. And then Morgan was like, what's whipping a shitty? And I'm like, oh, ha, that's really funny. I only know that because of massonomics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Now, we got to... We have to reverse it here for a second because myself, I'm sure Nate and probably 90% of other listeners don't know what kind of cookies you bought because the you don't cookie. know what girl guide cookies yeah. are. Oh, I was, I wrote that down. Girl guide. Is that a girl scout cookie? Yes. I'm guessing. Okay. That's what, okay. that's what girl I was Yeah. The yes. terminology, the Another terminology. Border, and it's just like one yep. word completely. Yes. They're not up here. They're girl guides. They're not girl scouts. Girl guides. Gotcha. Do they have to guide you to the, the guide, the old man to the, to the park or what? Or I'm, 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 I fuck if I know I'm not in the girl guides, but well, you guys also, you, you also write tests, right? What do you mean? Uh, when you're at university, you write, you, do you write a test? Yeah. You what do you guys test? do? We, 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 we take, take a test. Te- take a test. Oh, yeah, I heard you. I heard you say that the the time too. The write a test, write a test, take a test, yeah. same shit. Yeah, we. But no, in all no, fairness, no, it's different. In, in in in, they're all useless. Almost any <laughs> almost any scholar that'll tell you most of the time quizzes and tests are useless to your training and and knowledge. Yes, and then and then when they do that shit where they try and trick you, what are you teaching me by trying to trick me? Anyway, 
Yes. Good. <laughs> anyway. True. So I'm gonna let's I'm gonna turn this back on Nate. One last question: What are you looking forward to this weekend, bud? Let's, uh, let's, let's close on what we're looking forward to from the. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, the lifting at the Liberty Barbell. Just getting to meet uh, meet everybody in person again, and probably it, I think like hearing you guys talk about being at Pounders Thursday night and that kind of fun. thing, where it's a little bit more intimate or whatever. Like I I was trying to do the beef, and I'm I'm pretty reserved, you know, initially. So now having met met a bunch of you and being on the podcast and feeling like you know know people haven't listened to them on the podcast i'm looking forward to the to the lift i'm i'm going to be a week out from a from a competition too so i'm probably not going to be doing any big deadlifts or anything like that i'm yeah, going to try and hit, hit a little hit hit a little bit but looking forward to that and then the uh the, the chicken bake so i'm also <laughs> trying to lose a little bit of weight so probably not going to eat a whole lot of breakfast but i'm definitely going to hit up the chicken bake so now are you uh are you coming in uh Friday or are you just gonna come in Saturday morning and try to get get there for like you know the tail end of breakfast? Yeah, we have uh we, I have my work Christmas party on Friday night, so I'll just come down. So I'm gonna plan on being there for breakfast, uh, just because I think that'll be a good time to talk, uh, you know, with everybody. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plan on being there for breakfast, but I'll probably already have eaten, pound some coffee. Or- Let's say uh. Pop up. That's apparently that's a popular day for work Christmas parties because a friend of the podcast, Big Colty, I believe, can't make any Friday festivities because he had mentioned (laughs) that he has to do a a last minute work Christmas party. So that's good stuff. So yeah, uh, we'll be there this weekend. Joey will be at a meet with Big Steve. So we got all kinds of crew activities going on this weekend. By the time you're listening to this, it all happened, and uh, we'll you know be able to dive into it the following week so oh and by the way when you guys see big matt this weekend um just just try and get him on this podcast like i'm sick of him dodging us just remind him (laughs) and if you don't see him like i'm just gonna assume it means he never wants to be on the podcast so just like if he's there kind of nudge him you know we've been trying to get you on buddy um but if he if he's not there yeah we'll we'll take the hint man we'll take the hint yeah, I don't expect to see him there. You know, I don't think I think he's afraid of us at this point. I don't know. It's I don't know why. We've been nothing it's but gracious. We've been nothing but courteous and gracious to him. And we, I thought we I thought we were friends. I mean, I chauffeured his ass around fucking Aberdeen all last summer, so I don't get it. So I don't know where the, to, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what his beef with us is. Oh <laughs> his beef stick. Yeah. Yeah, it's not very big, probably. Um <laughs> awesome. Right. If you guys want to bring us in for a landing, I gotta fucking take a piss and go to bed. Okay, give us 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Okay, come and find us. You know what? At this point, man, if you're listening, you've already tuned in to the Instagram, Unpaid and Underrated Podcast. Check out the website, unpaidinternpodcast.com. Uh, most importantly, try and use some of our affiliate codes. Uh, and also, like join the Massonomics Discord crew. Have fun. I assume you're already a part of it if you're here. I don't know why we keep doing this outro. It's the same thing. It takes... It's. It's... I can't not. It's habit. It's, it's it, 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 I this do, is me doing my deadlift setup. So if if we get rid of it, I quit the podcast. I do this for you. <laughs> I do this for you. All uh, right. Find appreciate me, it, guys. Find me on Instagram uh, and nowhere else. All right. I'm Big Keith. You can find me on Instagram, Keith Honeycutt73. Go follow my orange gym, the No Wine Cellar. Where are they going to find you, Big Nate? I'm at Mo Strength 50 on Instagram. I think I'm Big Mo Strength on uh, on the Discord, and that's about all I've about all I've got. I appreciate it, guys. Awesome! This has been a great episode. I think we all had a good time, and we will see you next Tuesday. Uh-huh.